The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Well, if you're going outside, you better bundle up today. Jeez, it is like cold this morning, but it's going to get warmer, so the good things are going to come to us. <laughs> Don't worry. Good morning and welcome to Talk With a Purpose. It is every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5 FM. Good to have you with us. I'm John DeMassey. Nice to be a part of your day and you be part of my day. It's it's one big happy family here on Talk With a Purpose. Today, we have on the show Jeff Van Drew, Congressman Jeff Van Drew. He'll be with us at 11 o'clock this morning, and we uh, have many questions for the congressman here this morning on our show. And uh, in between, we have plenty to talk about. Uh, we have too much to talk about today. So uh, let's get started with uh, I, I normally... I come on and I talk about one thing or really my opening comments are uh, about one particular topic. But today, I just I got two things that I really want to talk about. And the first thing is, well, I, I hate to talk about this in such negative terms, but I absolutely despise the treatment of Christopher Columbus in this country. Over the last couple of years, we've had this wokeism or cancellation culture and cancel his holiday and cancel his parade and cancel everything. And, and, and even so much as some cities have taken away the name and, and have replaced it with Indigenous Peoples Day. And, and I think that that is so, so offensive to Italian-Americans. Uh, I, I got to tell you that my story uh, is one where my grandfather came to this country with nothing like a lot of others. And he couldn't get a job and, and eventually got a job in a factory and raised five children. And when he passed away... He had not one, but two homes. That's right. He had a home at the shore, and he had a home in Philadelphia. So he made something of himself, and and that's what I want to focus on today because, okay, Columbus stole land from the Indians. He had slaves. So did Thomas Jefferson. So did George Washington. So did Richard Stockton. So what do we do, cancel them all? Do, do we just take a, a, th a thing and wipe them all out? That's that's ridiculous. But this this thing about Christopher Columbus is is really something that I I really am upset about because they just disparage Italian Americans. They wouldn't do it to blacks. They wouldn't do it to Hispanics. They wouldn't do it to any other minority. And let's face it, we are a nation of minorities. That's plain and simple. So 
the fact that he discovered America, but then, oh, well, he didn't discover America. He discovered Croatia or Bahamas. What's the difference? What's the difference of what he discovered or, or, or whatever he did? And besides, it happened 700 years ago. So how do we really know what really happened? We don't. So it's, it's just in Philadelphia, the mayor has declared not only has he taken away the holiday, but it's Indigenous Peoples Day to which we can't mention Columbus. And they have a statue in Philadelphia that's been covered for two years. Now, they were going to take it down, but the people fought it. So they decided, well, we'll cover the statue. And so it hasn't been uncovered for two years. So the whole thing of just taking Christopher Columbus and vilifying him is is ridiculous. So I, I wanted to, to say that and say that, well, it, it's just it's just too much. And I can't take it anymore. And I, I really it's Columbus Day to me. And as Tony Soprano famously said in The Sopranos, this is an Italian household and Christopher Columbus is our hero. <laughs> it's a fictitious show, but you know what I mean. But the other thing that I wanted to uh, discuss is the January 6th hearing. Now, do we really need to have nine public hearings? That's what we have. Not It was the ninth hearing the other day, and it, it probably, they said it's going to be the last. What could they possibly, they said they have new information, uh, but they did subpoena President Trump. Will he appear? I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> listen to what Liz Cheney said. Oh, boy. The future of the nation's democracy is at stake. And I'm the tooth fairy, if you want to know the truth. Yes, it was a mistake. January 6th was a mistake by some radical people. I will grant that. But is it is it necessary to continue and continue and continue to bring it up? I mean, nine public hearings? Come on, this is ridiculous. Oh, and Liz Cheney also said, why would Americans assume that our Constitution and our institutions in our republic are invulnerable to another attack? What? She also said, consider whether we can survive for another 246 years. In other words, if we don't get this thing straightened out, oh, we're cooked. <laughs> what, are you, what are you... I mean... This thing has put extremism to the nth degree. Where are they getting this stuff? I, but Liz Cheney got hers. <laughs> you, you can you can bet that Liz Cheney got hers. But that's uh, that's uh, my opening comments, and and I'll bring in Seth Grossman now to uh, discuss further. Oh, by the way, Seth, uh, Kevin, one of my good listeners, said that um, possible. Uh, possible uh, people running for president in 2024, Donald Trump 
and Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump and Tulsi Gabbard, and then Seth Grossman and John DeMassey. <laughs> well, fl- flattery will get you everywhere. That's right. <laughs> so, so, so let me say a few words about liberty and uh, prosperity.com. <clears throat> First, about Columbus. There are three basic things uh, in the attacks on Columbus. One is what was, is called presentism. And the comedian uh, Bill Maher did a, a great thing on that to say uh, it, it's like somebody <clears throat> saying, well, I'm smarter than I'm better than George Washington because I have gay friends and he didn't. When you come, it, when, when people today judge people in the past by what we know now, it, it's re- really like uh, somebody uh, like a mature adult denouncing somebody for what they did as a teenager, because you know you grow, you learn. And Western civilization has grown and learned. Yes. And because of what Columbus did and because of mistakes he made and things he did wrong, it made it possible for us to achieve all the great things that we have now. Uh, so, so again, yes, Columbus uh, is, is a great figure. And, and by the way, the Bible actually has a started that whole tradition. Uh, the story about Noah uh, it, it says Noah w- was a righteous man for his times. In other words, Noah was was pretty a barbaric guy, but in his times he was okay. And the same thing with Columbus. Um, if we judge what was going on around Columbus, we see that, yeah, uh, by today's standards, he was a flawed character. But by those times, he made it possible for us to have progress. And remember, in the 1400s, before there was a Columbus... Christian Europe was on the verge of being wiped out by the Turks, and it was only the wealth that Columbus brought from the New World that allowed uh, Poland to defend itself, uh, Austria, the Battle of Lepanto. We don't know any of that stuff because they just don't teach how close uh, Christian Europe came to getting wiped out in the 1400s, uh, but that's something that you know, liberty and prosperity, we teach those lessons. And of course, the other thing about the when you talk about the indigenous peoples of America, yes, you had some nice and gentle tribes of Indians, but you also had the Aztecs who would capture their neighbors and cut their hearts out while they were still alive. We had the uh, Comanche Indians who, who would like roast people alive. Uh, they were like, called the Huns of America. Uh, we had the Powhatan Indians in Virginia who would sneak up on peaceful villages and just wipe them out and, and kill all the women and kill all the men and then they take the women and children as slaves and we had the iroquois indians who basically wiped out the huron indians the first holocaust in america was the iroquois wiping out the huron and uh, and one of the huron indian tribes was called the mohicans that's how he got to the last of the mohicans so you know we have to recognize that in learning a true history but I, I'd like to just take a minute to describe, you know, somebody, uh, one of your listeners called me up during the week and said, could you just explain what liberty and prosperity is? Because you, know, you talk about these great issues, but who are you and, 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 and what's your purpose and, and what do you do? You just keep saying you need money. What do you do with the money that if we would pay? <laughs> so I, I just want to say that uh, that at one time, in America, every institution uh, talked about what a unique and special country America was. Uh, it was taught in our schools, our colleges, 
or Hollywood and TV entertainment or newspapers, radio, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, popular songs, and even comic books would talk about the great history of America and what made us great. And of course, now they do the opposite. They trash America. And so all that liberty and prosperity is doing is trying to teach the same lessons and give the same message that every institution in America did until about 60 or 70 years ago. So what makes America so great and exceptional? And I just want to list seven specific things that never happened in any other country in the world. Uh, Unlike South America, America never had gold, silver, or trade routes to the east that would make people rich instantly. You could get rich in America, but it took years of hard work. Second, America never had a real colonial government. Uh, We had to invent our own government. One of the luckiest things about American history is that after the British started our colonies uh, in America in the 1600s, uh, England forgot about us for 150 years ago, uh, for about 150 years. So England got busy with a war with Scotland, a war with Ireland, a war with France, a war with Spain. And while England was busy with 150 years of war with everybody else, they completely forgot about their American colonies. So we had to invent our own government and, uh, and run our own country. And basically, uh, Americans only invented the, co- the government that we needed. So in most of America, you only have four government positions, a sheriff to enforce the law, a judge to make decisions, a county clerk to record who owned what land, and a surrogate to take care of wills and, and, and widows and orphans. For 150 years, America had less government and lower taxes than any civilization in recorded history. We were a land of boundless opportunity. Anyone who started out life broke as a teenager could become rich by their mid-twenties. Yes, there was slavery in some parts of America, but there was slavery of some sort in every country in the world. And there are many countries in the world where people fought and died to free themselves from slavery. America is the only country in the world where 350,000 white Americans fought and died to free somebody else from slavery. It never happened anywhere in history, and that was because of our morality. We were a Christian country, but it was a special kind of Christianity. It was a Christianity where Christians like John Adams respected uh, skeptical scientists like Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin, and where skeptical scientists like Ben Franklin admired and respected devout Christians like George Woodfield. You see, Americans loved the truth, and it didn't matter whether you got your truth from reading the Bible or got your truth from science and observation. We just wanted to know the truth, and we respected anybody, regardless of the religion, who said stuff that was true. And we also had written constitutions that limited the power of government. Now, I just recited seven things that made America a unique and great country. And again, what does liberty and prosperity do? We teach those lessons, and we teach the importance of getting our schools, our newspapers, our media, our TV to start talking about those good things again. So that's the real mission of liberty and prosperity. You know, um, I'm listening to that, and I never heard that the way you just described it. You said that so well. Um, I wanted to know how that seminar went yesterday where you uh, were you going to teach people how to run for office 
<laughs> Did you get any takers? <laughs> it, 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 we got about a, a dozen people. Uh, you know, not a big turnout, although we did take the video and we will be showing it around to others. But the interesting thing about the dozen people is they're, you know, they were really smart, interested, concerned people, but they had never been interested in politics before, not part of any group before. We had some parents from Ocean City. Uh, we had the pastor of a church uh, in, in uh, one of the townships who who wanted to guide his congregation that were saying, all this bad stuff is going on. Is there anything we could do about it? And we actually had somebody uh, uh, who who was running for uh, from Clay, from Clayton from from a township, uh, you know, the the other end of South Jersey. Yes. And it was good. To, it was just, uh, you know, not, basically what it was is I spent a lifetime in, in politics and I won some elections and I lost some elections. So I was giving pointers as to uh, these are the mistakes I made. <laughs> and this is well, if you're running for office, don't do this because uh, it didn't work. And, you know, I was really giving a lifetime of experience of, of practical pointers. I wasn't telling people what to believe in, but if you do believe in something, this is what you have to do politically. And uh, I, I guess that's a good transition to uh, you know what, what's going on. I really wish, like in Pennsylvania, like Doug Mastriani, uh, Mastriano had come to our Liberty and Prosperity Breakfast because uh, he probably wouldn't be in a situation he is. Uh, I don't know if you, you know, when you look at your computer, the first thing I see is I see the Microsoft News uh, Bing. It pops right up. And the key article was Josh Shapiro is running against the most dangerous candidate in America. Uh, and, and what made him so dangerous? It was because uh, Doug Mastriano did not know how to deal with the abortion issue. Yes. Now, we've talked about this a lot at our Liberty and Prosperity meetings, and abortion is a difficult issue. Yes. Our Declaration of Independence and our Judeo-Christian culture tells us that each individual has equal and unalienable rights. But when it comes to abortion, this is difficult and painful because the mother has rights, but at some point uh, before birth, does a baby have rights? Uh, so it's, it's an issue that people have talked about and good people have been on both sides of this for 2,000 years. But when it comes to politics, you, you know, if you're running for public office, you can't have the kind of open discussion that you have in a classroom or if you have in a church. You can only deal with the easy, simple issues. You've got to do what Georgia Maloney did in Italy. And what are the easy issues of abortion? Uh, that in the eighth and ninth month, uh, a baby is fully formed inside the mother, and abortions at that stage are barbaric. Yes. Uh, when you have 48,000 abortions each year just in New Jersey, uh, only a handful involve rape and incest. Only a handful involve the health or life of the mother. Uh, only a handful involve choosing between poverty and, and giving birth. So instead of uh, talking about the hard issues, uh, politicians, uh, and especially Republicans, like uh, uh, Doug, uh, you know, uh, I keep from, from Mastriano, you know, have to talk about the easy issues. And these are the techniques that we, we talked about uh, at, the, uh, at the seminar last night. And I think Republicans you know, have to learn. See, what happens when you have difficult issues, Republicans, unlike Democrats, 
don't want to take the time to think through. This is a difficult issue, but it's an important issue. So what Republicans do is they don't deal with important issues because they don't want to take the time to learn how to think it through and explain it to people. But uh, And that's why the Democrats win. Uh, they take on these difficult issues, but only after they think it through and do their polling and do their research. And so even they, Democrats could say the most outrageous things or, or take the most awful positions – but they sound good when they do it because they think it through. Yeah, the, and, and uh, we want to teach re- Republicans how to do that. Should you should you have taught Mastriano? Maybe he wouldn't be painted as such an extremist. And and that's uh, exactly that's that's what I that's what I take out of this because he has really put himself in a corner, and I think he's going to lose the election. Really, because and and and, and many Republicans around the country, because when you look at those commercials, the way the Democrats are pounding that abortion yeah, issue, yes, they are. It, it's not it's not because Republicans are extreme. It's just that they want to speculate about difficult issues when there's no need for them to do that. You leave the difficult issues for the classroom. You leave it for church. You leave it to one on one conversations. But in you know in in a political war, you, you can't do that. Um, I just want to talk about uh, a couple of other issues. Um, I, I, know, I don't know if you got your form for your for your anchor giveaway from Governor Murphy. No, did I did not. Form in the mail? No, I did not. All right. Well, <laughs> most people in New Jersey got a form uh, in the mail in the last couple of weeks for the so-called anchor program, and basically A N C H O R, just like the anchor of a of a boat or a ship. And it's a if you fill out the form. Uh, before December 30th, Governor Murphy is going to give you money. Uh, you get mo- free money from the state, and it's it's called a rebate, but it's not really a rebate. Uh, if you rented property, uh, if you um, uh, if you own property, and you make less than $250,000, you get this form. Uh, then either you you go online and you get a paper form, or you go on a telephone, and uh, and you will get some money. And I don't know if it's a couple hundred dollars. I don't know if it's a couple of thousand dollars. I really don't know anything about how much money you get. But if you don't fill out the form, you don't get the money. And here's the thing about it. If you, the deadline is December 30th. If you uh, did not get a form, you have to ask for a form. You have to go online to get a form. But the catch 22 is you can't print out the form unless you have a a four-digit pin number. So there are a whole many ways of how the state could have screwed it up. So I just want to urge everybody that if you did not get a form in the mail about the anchor program, uh, call up the uh, you know the state or or go online and and, and Google the the anchor number. It tells you what to do to get the pin number to fill out the form so you could get your money. Uh, because if you wait to the last minute. There's, it's so you know messed up. It may take you two or three weeks just to get the the, the code that you need to do the computer. Um, so so that that's how you do it. Now now, do I agree with this program? No. It's disgusting what Governor Murphy is doing, because the source of this money are, are two sources. Some of it means that you as a voter, really, it's targeted to give free money to voters. If you own a business and you're paying lots of taxes, you don't get a rebate from the state for your business taxes. So all it means 
is that your businesses are paying more in taxes. They raise their prices, so you pay a higher price at the store or from every professional. Uh, <laughs> you're not saving anything. And some of this money is coming from the federal government, which printed up the money with nothing to back it up. So you know the, the, what they call inflation really is not inflation. It's everybody's dollar being worth a lot less because the government has printed out money with nothing to back it up. But uh, So that brings us to the second question. Am I, Seth Grossman, a hypocrite for applying for money back from the government, even though I don't believe in the program? No, because uh, you know, if, if I have more money, then I could fight Governor Murphy <laughs> with, with more money. In other words, it, basically the government has stolen a lot of money from me, and it's giving me a few crumbs back. So why should I not take the crumbs? Yes. And, and that's very similar to the Democrats attacking Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. They're saying when he was in Congress, uh, he voted against hurricane relief money. So now he's a hypocrite for wanting it in Florida. And, and the person who really disgusts me the most for saying that is our former governor, Chris Christie, uh, because – because uh, I, you know, I was very active. I ran against Chris Christie for governor in the height of his popularity, precisely because he was so obnoxious with that uh, Hurricane uh, uh, Sandy relief money. I mean, ninety percent of that money had nothing to do with hurricane damage, and and you in the media probably know that. Remember uh, all those ads that uh, that Governor Christie ran with the yes. hurricane relief yes. money, saying stronger than the storm. Yes. Uh, we, we're so lucky we have wonderful Chris Christie and his wife telling us how what a great job they're doing. <laughs> it was our tax money paying to, to show the governor uh, you know, how, how great he was. But what's even more evil about that money is here I was running against Governor Christie in, in a primary election in 2013. And I was saying some important stuff on some important issues, but not a single newspaper or radio station in the state would even mention the name Seth Grossman or that somebody was running against the governor in that primary. You know why? Why? They, they told me. They said, well, uh, the newspapers were afraid that if they printed anything about someone running against Chris Christie, they would lose their grants for their stronger-than-the-storm advertising money. Jeez. And, and at that time, uh, all the major radio stations got hundreds of thousands of dollars in ad money um, from what was supposed to be storm relief, but it was really used as a tool to shut down opposition. So uh, Yeah, we got uh, $10,000, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so, <clears throat> yeah. So, so Homeowners you, got $10,000. Just uh, primary residence, and, and I had a primary residence in the, in Brigantine, so I got ten thousand dollars. And whether you had ten thousand dollars damage or not, uh, yeah, nobody was, really yeah, cared. That's right. Don't ask, don't tell. That's right. But, but, they said don't use it on 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 home repairs. Just spend it. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 but but even more, the media, <clears throat> the radio stations get hundreds of thousands of dollars, and 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 I would have report. I had one reporter actually in tears, saying, "You know, this is a major story, and I wish we could print it, but our editors are afraid that if they yeah. criticize the governor, yeah. they're going to lose this money." That's right. And I, I just want to leave w one more uh, thought. If you look at today's press of Atlantic City, uh, another big lie. It says uh, Hurricane Eon shows that coastal, coastal hospitals aren't ready for climate change. 
nuts. They keep saying that Hurricane Ian was caused by climate change. So if you go to our Liberty and Prosperity website, we have a whole uh, detailed post about the Galveston hurricane of 1900. And the thing that makes the Galveston hurricane so important, it was like a little, uh, it was just a nothing of a tropical storm when it passed over Cuba. But instantly, within 12 hours, that little tropical storm became a deadly monster killer hurricane in 1900. And what caused it? It turns out that there's a section of the Gulf Stream called the Loop that runs between Cuba and Florida. And most of the time, if a storm passes over the Loop, uh, it doesn't become that dangerous. But in certain situations, if a tropical storm just follows that uh, warm current for maybe eight to ten hours under certain special conditions, it becomes a monster deadly storm. That's what happened to the Galveston hurricane of 1900. That's what happened to Hurricane Eon. It's all posted on our libertyandprosperity.com website. has absolutely nothing to do with climate change. But yet, that's the lie you'll see in the headlines every day. Well, it looks like I'm late for a Liberty and Prosperity. <laughs> yes, you are. At Sal's. Thanks for letting me hang on. Okay. Have a great weekend. Okay, you too, Seth. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. Libertyandprosperity.com is the website. And we will have more on Talk With a Purpose. I'm John DeMassey. We're coming back with more after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. And as always, we have our leadoff hitter. And I wonder if he's going to say anything about the Phillies since his Mets lost. But we don't talk about that. Matt in AC. Matt, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. I knew you were going to lead off like that, Coach. <laughs> well, you and another friend of mine are avid Mets fans, and all she's done is complain that the Phillies are in the playoffs because they, they really shouldn't have made it because they were the third wild card. But, hey, anything can happen in the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Coach, listen, I'm, I'm good with it. Um, my Mets are golfing, okay? <laughs> Okay. And uh, I have morphed into a Phillies fan okay. all of a sudden. Okay? All right, good. Because I hate the Braves. Oh, I hate yeah. Them. yeah. I hate them. You and me I, both. I just hate them. So don't get me started on that. But <laughs> what I wanted to go into a little political stuff with you here. Um, uh, look, I talked to Harry about this off air, and, and he agrees with me, but. 
I lost my parents young when I was real young. Yes. And as as did he. Yes. And I mean real young. And then Mr. Trump hired both of us. We were in positions at very young ages that we shouldn't have been in. Yes. <laughs> but he gave us a shot to do it. He gave us a shot and we did it. And whatever. But um I was a kind of adopted by the owners of my building, you know, uh, they're, they're CPAs out of Boston. They're CPAs, they're accountants, they're commodities brokers, stock brokers, uh, this and that and that. They're like nine different things. I don't know what they do. Insurance, everything, right? But let me explain to you how stupid the Democratic Party is, Okay. They're coming up on the November 8th election now, right, John? Yes, yes. And and all Joe Biden would have to do right now, this is what this, the woman, now I was dear friends with her husband, he passed, but she's still my stepmom, okay? All Joe Biden would have to do right now was just say, call a press conference and say, not any, not even, not even if they meet in to intend to do it. Say that we're going to reopen the Keystone Pipeline, the Keystone XL Pipeline, and the North American Pipeline. Not even if they even meant to do it or agreed to do it eventually. Just say it in a press conference. Yes, that will bring that will bring gas prices down a yes. dollar a gallon. Yes, she, she told me that. Yes, I believe Just it. Say it. I believe it. Because it would blow OPEC's head off. Yes. They would go, oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to draw. It would blow Putin's head off. They'll be like, oh, no, no. They're going to start selling. Because he, he, he killed his pipeline in Europe, right? Yes. Now, he'll say, oh, no. Now America's going to sell it to him. Yeah. Amer oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, that would freak the entire continent over there out. Plus, our gas prices would drop like a dollar a gallon immediately. Yeah. They don't even have to really do it. They just have to say it. You, you notice how as soon as they said, well, we're cutting production, gas prices went back up? Did you notice that? Yes. Uh, that's right. Exactly. The market, the markets respond accordingly to yes. what's said. Yes. You, you know, that's right. you know this, John. Yeah, yeah that's right. The, that, that oil has nothing to do with what's in there now. But they raise the price because they can. No, we, yeah, we keep setting our oil reserves. All you're going to do is say it. You yeah. Know, even if you don't intend to do it, yeah. just say it. That's right. That's in right. a press conference, and OPEC would freak out, and Putin would freak out, and and okay, we're going to drill and we're going to sell our oil to Europe. Now we're going to be our gas would be fifty cents a gallon. Yep, that's and right. We're going to send our oil to Europe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess. This is how ridiculous this, this Democratic Party oh, is. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. All they, they, that's all. Thanks for the call, Matt. <sighs> ridiculous. That's that's an understatement. The Democratic Party is ridiculous. Oh, Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. We have Bob and we have John. And maybe we'll have you at 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more talk with a purpose in just a moment but it's been a while since we've talked about bf mazio and you know i had some homemade soup the other day from bf mazio and there is nothing 
like homemade soup. I don't know about you, but in the past, when I got home, when I got soup, I'd buy the cans in the store. And then my doctor said, you know, you have high blood pressure. So uh, what are you doing? What are you eating? And I would say, well, I got this. Sometimes I have soup. Do you ever see how much sodium is in that? And it's like 900 and some grams of sodium. I mean, it's ridiculous. But a homemade soup from B.F. Mazio is, is second to none in my book. And you want to try the vegetable. You want to try the chicken noodle. You want to try the chicken orzo. You want to try them all. And, and you will you will really, really like the homemade soups. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Uh, not only the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere, but uh, baked goods, uh, prepared foods, gift baskets, fruit baskets, you name it. It's all right there at B.F. Mazio. And Best of the Press is coming up. Will they get Best of the Press again this year? Um, well, I can't say. But we'll we'll wait and see what happens. B.F. Mazio, online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. Remember, homemade soups, second to none at B.F. Mazio. We'll come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life. While in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you, you will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's-level clinicians, and and experienced, supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call 1-888-RECOVERY today. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Plenty of sunshine for today. Beautiful start to the weekend. We'll reach a high today of 72. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight with a low of 49. Tomorrow we'll see times of clouds and sunshine to wrap up your weekend. Expect a high tomorrow of 69. As we start the new week Monday, we'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine with a couple of showers, high 69. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net and you can also like us on facebook at talk with a purpose is our facebook address at talk with a purpose like us on facebook talk with a purpose is the show saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 bob is in cape may bob good morning welcome to the show hey good morning john look uh your segment with seth there when you talked about chris christie just illustrates how brilliant seth is you know when when most of us, including myself, were in love with Chris Christie. Yes, me too. Seth had the right. He had the insight to run against him. Okay, when when even Rush Limbaugh remembers that, you know, 
Christy is the one we've been waiting for. And, and you know, what a fake, phony fraud. He yeah, he was. And, yeah. And, you know, anyone that is you – know, Chris Christie wants to run for president. And to think anyone in New Jersey that's a Christie loyalist, if you're thinking about contributing to this guy, you are flushing your money down the toilet. Yes, Whether you are. Chris Christie runs – if he runs against DeSantis or Trump, uh, he no has – No shot. No shot. No shot. No shot. No, no shot no. at all. So, no. Look, it, it, John, your point about Christopher Columbus here, it's not just an attack on Italian-Americans. It's an attack on Western civilization. And, yes. You know, the, the, the far left wants to nullify the achievements, the history, not of our founding fathers, but of, of our entire Western European yes. civilization. Yes. And and a fair assessment of, of what we, you know, the, the European civilization has brought to the world is astounding. There's a book written by Charles Murray years ago. It's a thick, tough read, really tough read, but it's called Human Accomplishment. And something like 99% of all the great music, the great works of art, the great inventions of this world have come from Europe. Yeah, that's right. That's just the truth. Yes. I don't care. You, you can call, call, yeah, woke people. You can call me racist. Fine. I don't care. Yeah. The point is, it's the truth. Yeah, Okay. it is. And, and you know, j- just a final point, the the courage and of Tulsi Gabbard, here's a woman who chose to be a Democrat. She explained why. In, in a, about a half hour long video, it's a great vi- video to listen to. It's a it's a it's a scathing indictment of this far left communist Democrat party. Now, uh, she explains why she she decided to leave that party. And, and as I said, you know, one point she made here, she was absolutely sick and tired of the anti-white racism yes. that's coming from the Democrat yes. party. Yes, and you know, I give her awful lot of credit and um you know she sounds she may be an independent but she sure sounds like a MAGA republican to me yes that's what she sounds like yes so all right john i've run out of steam good, so, good uh, stuff anyway, good stuff hope, hope you're feeling better john. oh yeah you sound uh, better you yeah, seem getting, better every every uh, week that's right you know? uh, thank you thank you for the words thank you for the kind words yeah feeling better every week it's just a matter of time Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. Good morning, John. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Yes, good morning. Without Christopher Columbus's voyage, there wouldn't be a Mexico or a Cuba or a Venezuela That's or right. Brazil or a Paraguay <laughs> That's right. or an Argentina. So, yeah. uh, so yes. tell, like, tell the whole truth. Don't just tell part of it. Yeah. Too. That's right. And also, uh, the, Her- the, Heron tri- the Heron tribe were wiped out by the Iroquois people now. Daganawita's mother was a Huron, and his father was Onondaga. There's six tribes of, Ir- of Iroquois. And out of that bed came the guy in Osco, the Great Law of Peace. It was of significant inspiration to James Madison, who wrote about 90% of our constitutions. I say it's our sister document. Now, what he did was he translated it onto wampum belts. Now, uh, the, 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 they, had a bridge, they had to bridge the gap between language barriers between the six tribes, and it was sign language. Now, translated into English is the 117 Articles of Confederation. And our 100th Congress around this time of the year, September, October of 1988, the bicentennial of our um, our Constitution being written into law, 
actually express a debt of thanks to the Iroquois Nation for their, for their value contribution to our Constitution. That being said, I wanted to bring up a movie that I really liked a lot was Excalibur. Now, Excalibur, King Arthur was a real uh, king. Now, a lot of it's myth because uh, it's patterned a lot of for King David. If you look, King David had Uriah the Hittite killed. He took his wife Bathsheba. Um, Uther had uh, Merlin the magician put Excalibur, the sword of power, into his hand, but that wasn't good enough. He had to have grain. So he, ha- he had the Duke murdered so he could have his wife, and she gave birth to Arthur, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Camelot's a lot like King, King Arthur, and actually King Arthur asked Merlin the magician. He says, there's plenty in my kingdom. Our, my, my subjects uh, experience health, happiness, and the uh, their, their share of uh, joy and their crops grow in abundance. Where is their evil in my kingdom? And he says, always where you least expect it, always. That was his half-sister, you know, causing discord from within. Now, discord from within, where is that happening? Well, the good old United oh, States of America. Yeah. And also, and he asked him another, he asked him another question. He says, what, is it, is it a, a knight's valor in battle? Is that, isn't that the greatest attribute of a, of a man? He says, no, the greatest attribute of a man is truth. Whenever a man lies, he murders some part of the world. Now we we hear that they that Putin. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a special pleader for Putin, but him blowing up Nord Stream one and Nord Stream two that that's absurd. I don't buy it. I think it's propaganda, and I think all that lying is going on on both sides, on the Russian Federation side, and also the EU and our and our country too. Let's get real. Our our country our country has been severed from our constitution, and that's the big problem. When do we get our Constitutional Republic back? We have to fight for it, it looks like. Thanks for letting me call in. Okay, thanks Thanks a lot for the call. You know, John mentioned something about the, the, the Indians, and we never talk about how many Indians killed Americans. We never talk about that. We just talk about Indigenous Peoples Day, and, and we glorify them like they were, they were saints, and I don't understand that. Why don't we ever talk about, well, you know, they killed a lot of people. So I, I you know, talk about both sides. Really, it's, it, it just boggles the mind. Bill in Ocean City. Bill, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hi, John. Good morning. Um, I hope uh, people who are going to vote and are voting now for the November election will ask themselves a simple question before they cast a ballot. And that is, do I feel safer now with Democrats running everything in the White House, the state, and certain cities? No. Do I, I feel say, safer now than I did before? No. Is it, does it feel safe to go to a museum or a Broadway play? No. Or go into Philly for a show? No. Or anywhere that Democrats run things with millions of people walking into the country unvetted, with uh, fentanyl killing people and just coming in unabated. I think if you really answer that question, honestly, you'll say, no, I don't. Yeah, These no. People are not, no. T- not making me I safe. I agree. I agree. And so we have, we have to just vote for Republicans or independents. People of all political and ethnic persuasions have to vote Democrats out this, this November at every level, city, county, state, and federal level. Just get them out and send a message that we're not we're not buying into this marxist nonsense well you know you and i believe that but do the the general public believe that and and, and i question that all the time I, and i have said many well, they times they feel safe or not. not i know they don't yeah. i mean how, how could you how could you feel safe every day every day if you watch the news every day in philadelphia there's a, a shooting if not multiple shootings 
How could you feel safe with a mayor who checked out anyway? I, so I, I, that's just one city. I mean, New York is <laughs> do we have to say that about New York? I mean, it, it's all over. So I, I agree it's with you, Bill. Democrats uh, run things. I, I, and I just don't know why people are so blind to this. That's that's really it what boggles be. my mind. It, it shouldn't be. You're right. All they have to do is read the paper, uh, look at the news, uh, go online and read anything about anything. And you'll see violence everywhere. So I, I just don't even get your, it. Yeah, even your, even your own personal decision. Am I going to take a trip to Philadelphia or New York or Chicago? No Am way. Do that? No way. Am I going to take my children? No way. If your answer to that is no, and I believe it's no for almost everyone, Yes. then you're not going to vote. You shouldn't be voting for Democrats who enable it. They don't fix it. They want it to happen. Yes. Yes. They, yeah, because in Philadelphia, it's a seven-to-one Democrat-to-Republican ratio. There hasn't been Democrats are not crazy. Yeah. It's the elite Democrats that are running the party. that are nuts. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of uh, people that are reasonable and they don't like this and they voted Democrat before. We just have to of every political stripe. We have to tell the people in charge, the Democrat elites who live in the mansions that we're not buying this anymore. That's right. That's right. That's the message. Bill, thanks for the call. And, and, And really, that's the message this November. Enough of this already. Enough of inflation and violence. I mean, I don't I don't get it. And I have said many times, people are dopes. They just go along with oh well he's he's all right. He's all right. He's all, oh yeah, he's all right. Tell that to uh the parents of children who've been shot and killed. Tell them that. 609-407-1450. Uh, we have time for maybe one or two more calls this hour, and then hour number two will be uh, rolling along. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We'll come back with final thoughts in hour number one after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at Jay Yakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. 
or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. The Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial will be unveiled in Atlantic City sometime in the near future. The memorial will be located in O'Donnell Park in Atlantic City, in close proximity to both the World War I Memorial and Stockton University. Bernie Friedenberg, a Silver Star recipient for his heroism on Omaha Beach on D-Day, will be honored with this memorial. In fact, the memorial will be unveiled on D-Day, June 6, 2023. Donations for this worthwhile cause are now being accepted. For more information or to donate, contact Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial, P.O. Box 652, Brigantine, New Jersey, 08203. Or you can donate online at Bernie Friedenberg World War II Memorial.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, don't forget Jeff Van Drew at 11 o'clock. Congressman Jeff Van Drew coming on our show at 11 o'clock this morning. We have a lot to talk about with him. And uh, in the meantime, we'll talk to you and we'll talk to anybody who wants to call in at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. A a lot on the table today. Uh, You know, back to this January 6th thing. Uh, By the way, in the next hour, wait till you hear another thing that Trump they're trying to get Trump on this other thing. And I'll I'll explain that in the next hour. But uh, this January 6th committee, I, I didn't really realize, but they said nine hearings. This was the ninth hearing. <laughs> How many times can we have a hearing? I mean, it's been two years. And we're still having a hearing and we're still talking about this and we're still finding new information that's come out about the January 6th hearing. I mean, now they subpoena President Trump. Is he going to come through? Is he going to honor this? Who knows? I mean, why don't they go ahead and put him in jail? I mean, that's what they want to do. I, I, I just I just. And, and Liz Cheney, <laughs> she, she's uh, she's really something. Relevant documents and testimony uh, under oath was definitive. Uh, that's what they want to do with this probe. And then Liz Cheney says, why would Americans assume that our Constitution and our institutions in our republic are invulnerable to another attack? Well, I, I mean, do you think about that? I mean, this happened once. It was unfortunate. But can we put this to bed? I mean, nine hearings, public hearings, and and on and on and on. And they're, look, it's plain and simple. They're setting us up for if Trump runs against, you see. And, and I can see the ads now. The ads for uh, the Democrats in, in 2024. They're going to show January 6th. They're going to show the mob. They're going to show all, all the things that they're going to show. And I, I really don't understand this. Well, then again, I do because it's the, it's the Democrats and they want to just hammer home the point that Trump is going to run 
and they want to make sure that he loses. And we're the only ones that can stop that by voting for him if he runs. But if he doesn't run, we'll vote for the Republicans. I mean, you heard Bill say it. We, we just we just got to get them out of there. And the uh, other thing that was on the table this hour, this this whole thing of Indigenous Peoples Day and destroying Christopher Columbus and he had slaves and, you know, what he did back in 1492 was probably acceptable. And we don't know what really happened. And we don't know if he really did have slaves and if he did take the land. And if he did take the land, he wasn't the only one. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, do we really know what happened? Were we there? Were we there 700 years ago? <laughs> and who was there here? No, nobody. Nobody's alive today that was around 700 years ago. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, somebody was there and they said, well, he did this. He did that. <laughs> oh, well, talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number one is in the books already. And hour number two is on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. And you can also hear us on 1450 AM and also online at WPGTalkRadio.com. So you have a variety of ways to listen to us. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. And uh, we'll get to the phones in just a moment. But I I got to tell you this one. President Trump has been accused of rape. That's right. President Trump will have to answer questions next week in a defamation lawsuit lodged by a writer he allegedly raped in the mid-90s. Does Donald Trump have to rape anybody? I don't think so. I mean, wait, wait, it gets better. This is uh, obviously a stretch. The decision came in a lawsuit filed by E. Jean Carroll, a longtime advice columnist for Elle magazine. She said Trump raped her in an upscale Manhattan department store's dressing room. <laughs> I got to laugh at that one. I mean, of all the places in the dressing room, Trump's lawyer said in a statement, 
We look forward to establishing on the record that this case is and always has been entirely without merit. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, we'll see where it goes. I think it's a he said, she said. I mean, what, 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 in what world? I mean, I can't imagine. It could be possible, but I mean, does Donald Trump need to go after someone in a dressing room, in a department store? First of all, what would he be doing in the woman's dressing room? Okay, I mean, what would he follow her in? And then, oh, come on. This is just, <laughs> oh boy, you can't make this stuff up, really, you can't. <sighs> Talk about a few other things in this hour. Talk with the Purpose is the show, Andy is in Brigantine. Andy, good morning, welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Hi, John, <clears throat> you know you know who would uh, rape someone? Who? Is Bill Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I would believe. Well, Bill Clinton, Juanita Broderick, said that Bill Clinton raped her. Yeah. Now, now Hillary Clinton, not that many years ago, when this whole Brett Kavanaugh thing was going on, Hillary Clinton said, Hillary Clinton said, quote, survivors of sexual assault are to be heard, supported, and believed. (laughs) <laughs> then that must mean that Hillary Clinton believes her husband is a rapist. Yeah. Because we would have to believe Juanita Broderick. Yes. And then that would mean, and that was many years ago, and then that would mean that Hillary Clinton raised her daughter in the home of a rapist. Yes. You know, and, and we all know he's a serial philanderer. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't be the first time. So Hillary Clinton was willing to live with a man she knew was a rapist and serial philanderer. Yes. Because in the in the end, she was able to attach herself to his coattails, thinking that that would one day get her into the White House. Yeah, it's a, it, it, was a, it was a it was it was a good plan. Remember Jennifer Flowers? Of course. Yeah. And let's not forget. Let's not forget that Joe Biden digitally penetrated Tara Reid, pressed yeah. her up against the wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What happened to survivors of sexual assault are to be heard, supported, and believed. Boy, I tell you. So, trust me, they'll be. This woman will be believed. Because she's accusing Donald Trump. And isn't it funny, John? This isn't even why I called, but you were talking about it. Isn't, isn't it funny how men always seem to, uh, uh, Republican men, always seem to rape women close to election time? Yes. <laughs> or, or at least that's when it always, these stories always come out. Yes. Do you remember when Herman Cain, Herman Cain was killing it? Yes. I uh, forget what, what year that election was. I forget what year that was now. Yeah. A couple of elections ago. Yes. So Herman Cain was killing it. Yes. He was he was ahead of everybody for a while. Yes. And all of a sudden, this man who had a squeaky clean reputation for decades, all of a sudden 
these women come out, yes. you know? Yeah. And of course you have that, that, that Gloria Allred who never met a man she liked, <laughs> uh, you know, she, she drags these people out, you know? And then it's funny, John, all of these women were so scarred, permanently scarred for life by what had happened to them at the hands of these men. And as soon as they drop out of the race, the women go away. Yeah. I guess all the pain, all the pain just goes away as soon as they drop out of the race. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. Uh. So let's, let's, talk, let's talk January 6th. Okay, so this is a last-ditch effort by Liz Cheney, who's not going to be around much longer, yeah. to, to try to make, make something of this. And, of course, they had the hearing on the day that the bad news came out about the economy yes. and all of that, the, yes. the, the, the inflation, okay? So here's what I would suggest Donald Trump do, because if he doesn't appear, he will be held possibly in contempt of Congress. That's true. So Eric Holder, Obama's attorney general, has been held in contempt of Congress now going on 10 years. Yes. Because he refused to come forth and talk about his role in the fast and furious gun running scandal where Obama sent guns to Mexico and one of those guns wound up killing uh, a, a border patrol agent, Brian Terry. Yeah. So Eric with Eric withholder has re- refused to testify was held in contempt of court again, going on 10 years. Donald Trump should call their bluff said, sure, I'll come and testify right after Eric Holder comes and testifies about his role in, in Fast and Furious, because that's right. obviously being held in contempt of court is meaningless. That's right. Because you can still be walking around a free man after you're held in contempt of court, provided you have the right capital letter next to your name. Yes. And provided you the correct skin color. That's like right. That's right. That two things he has going for him, Democrat and black. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, and now uh, you, you were you were mentioning the uh, uh, the, the violence and the crime earlier uh philadelphia with the shootings you talked about that yes so i guess you heard there, there are two wawa locations yes that, in center city that yes. are closing yes now john john you you you've been to wawa's you you know you live in brigantine like i do w- wouldn't you love to have the income from a wawa for just one hour yes uh, <laughs> yes i would yeah just, yeah what okay. hour? So, yeah. Mr. John, whenever you see a Wawa close, there's one of two reasons. Either they're going to build, either it's one of those small Wawas yeah, that they, without the gas. Yeah, they build a gas one, yeah. Yes. They build a gas one on the same street, you know, down the road a little yes. bit. Yes, yes. Or it closes and becomes something completely different because it's such a bad neighborhood and they've gotten fed up with the crime. Yes. So when these people do what they do in these Wawa's. And we saw the one in Mayfair a couple of weeks ago. We saw Boy, that, that was That was sad. That was really sad. So my, you know what my Nana used to say? So you go in, you're, you're going in there and you're getting free stuff and you're stealing from the Wawa, you're trashing the place and now they close. And my Nana would say, so who are you spiting? Yes. Who did you spite? Yeah, that's right. Because now you don't have your Wawa. That's right. And for all these 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 neighborhoods that no longer have a CVS or a Walgreens for elderly to get their prescriptions. That's right. Because these punks have been destroyed. So who did you spite? You so, John, the reason these cities are the way they are 
yes, it is the politician's fault, but look at the people who keep electing them. You know this Benny Thompson who runs this January 6th committee? Yes. So he is one of the dumbest human beings to ever walk the face of the planet. The first (laughs) hearing they had, he started out the hearing talking about slavery and racism. What the hell did January 6th have to do? But they bring everything back to slavery and racism. The man has been been a congressman in his district in Mississippi for 29 years now, John. They keep electing him. Maxine Waters. 30 years in, in Los Angeles. Wow. This James Clyburn, an absolute... James Clyburn once said that the notion that we had the lowest black unemployment rate when Trump was president, that we had the lowest black yes. unemployment rate in history was not true, he said, unless you don't count slavery. Because he said during oh. slavery, all blacks were employed. Oh. This is a black man saying this. So in other words, blacks were better off during slavery because 100% of them had jobs compared to when Trump was president when less than 100% of them had jobs. Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's, that was James Clyburn. That's, that's, so, that's so ridiculous. But, uh, I, and, I, and look at it. Look at Atlantic City, John. Yeah. Marty, you, Marty Small. So whose fault is it? The people who are electing these people. Well, you know, there used to be a Wawa in Atlantic City. Yes. Yeah, it was at, uh, it was at Mississippi and Atlantic. And oh, it was years yes. ago. Uh, and they closed it and they never opened it again. And I wondered why they closed it. But now I know why. So it, it just goes to show you, thanks for the call, Andy. A lot of good stuff there. It, it goes to show you that they're, they're in trouble. The cities are in trouble because if they're closing Wawa and the, well, they're going to close the CVS or they're going to close the Walgreens, where are they going to go? And th- those people don't think about that. Believe me, people that are looting and rioting and whatever they're doing to the Wawa. I mean, that thing in Mayfair in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, they destroyed that Wawa. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Yeah, it's a shame that uh, the Marxists are actually pointing out how we capitalists can't control, how how we can't roll. We're not able to roll when they need to bring the shackles of Marxism in. Yeah. And they're the ones that are fomenting, they're the ones that are fomenting this nonsense from behind the scenes. Yes. There is a hidden hand behind all this. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, fomenting discord by spreading lies. There's nothing but your regulars. That's Solinsky and to the max, right? And also, uh, what's it, Helen, what's it, Ellen, um, oh, chairman, chairwoman of the Fed. She said Janet, that actually. Janet that, Yellen? Janet Yellen, Janet Yellen, yes. Saying that uh, the Biden administration is chipping away at inflation. <laughs> but the Fed, but the, yeah, but the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve is what's devalued our dollar down to less than four pennies. That's, that's factual. That's not aluminum foil wrap nonsense. That's real. Yes. And uh, whatever Biden says is just the opposite, really, what he says, uh, of the, of the Republicans are back in office to improve things. And yes, our, yes, but the reason why we voted for President Trump is he's not a career politician. Look at the career politicians. Look what they've done. We have a $39 trillion national debt now. Oof. And that's not even the, un, the, yeah, the unfunded liability debt's under over $200 trillion. I mean, these, these are people that should have been ousted out of office a long time ago. Absolutely. Really. Absolutely. And, and, yep. And also, uh, to show that the Constitution is, has been abused, Dizzy Lizzie uh, Cheney 
She's saying that our, our constitutional republic is at risk. Really? Well, now what's really at risk is there, there, there are abuses of the Constitution to stay in power. That's yeah, what really is going on. That's right. Look, look at Amos. Amos Miller has 40 private members of a private uh, their, a private club that he has, and he grows food naturally. He doesn't use uh, any kind of GMO processing, which actually traps the uh, pesticide and herbicides inside of our plants yeah. that we eat. He's all organic farming. His cows are out in pastures. They get plenty of sunlight and plenty of fresh, fresh well water and grass, which is the natural diet of a cow. And he's 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 actually selling at a very a very low uh, price to his friends that are private members. Uh, yogurt, cheese, milk, meat, all good things. But now he's facing jail time. That's not constitutional America. That's Big Brother, and we have a lot to stand against. But thanks for letting me call in a second thanks. time. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. <sighs> Boy, it, it's it's troubling. It is really troubling. These Democrats, I mean, seven to one ratio in Philadelphia. And it's, it's that way in, in New Jersey. It's two to three to one. I mean, why? What have they done? That's that's the question. What have they done? Dan and Linwood. Dan, Good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. How would you like a, uh You're our representative. How would you like a job? Most of the representatives in Congress are basically stay-at-home folks now. Yes. And as soon as the Republicans take over, everybody's got to get back in their seat. Yes. Two years now, we have people from Paris casting votes, people who never get to work. The attendance is basically 10%. Why in the world are we paying... These people, $175,000 a year, who never come to work. Yeah, that's a, a very good point. That's a very good point. And these are your representatives? I would tell my representative, you know, which ours, ours goes to work, uh, you have to be in that chamber to vote. That's all. And uh, yeah. the Republicans are going to straighten that out. Uh, how about if, you, and, uh, if you're not, if you not there, you don't get paid? <laughs> that that would straighten them out real fast. <laughs> well, if you're not you're not there, most importantly, you can't vote. Right. Like the Senate, you yeah. have to be there in yeah. the building to yeah. vote. John, I'm, I'm going to ask you how you were feeling with your uh, oh, your I'm, I'm getting getting better, getting better every day. It really is. Uh, I'm almost back to normal. Not quite, but you know, it's uh, it's it's uh, getting there. Thank you for asking. It sounds like uh, it sounds like Fetterman. Uh, uh, it sounds like Fetterman got hit a lot harder than you did. Oh, he did. He, 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 he did. And in fact, did you see where he's using closed captioning so that he can understand the, the questions? And yeah, he really got it a lot worse because he had it in May and this is October and he's still struggling with certain things. I mean, I, I'm not struggling as bad. And so I, I know he didn't get it as I know he got it worse than me, but. And he's younger, uh, so I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't vote for him. I mean, because I, I well, I, I don't think he's capable. Well, I noticed the improvement in your voice over the week. Yes, and, yes. Um, I haven't. I've noticed that Fetterman is having uh, yes. looks like even more trouble. He yes. has the Eagles playing the Eagles and all this, all these different things going on. Yeah. The, yeah. And the Senate is a debating society. Yes. So if you're going to debate. I don't think he can do that by teleprompter. No, no, he can't. John, how about a quick how about a quick grading of uh, uh, what happened here in the last eighteen months or two, 20 months uh, when they closed the Keystone Pipeline and stopped it? 
Day, uh, day one, day one of Biden's administration. Right. So that's that's got to be an F with that kind of policy. F, I'm going to yes, grade that one. F. And okay, how about uh, how about his, his uh, handling of fracking? F. Oil drilling. F. Oil exploration. F. Most importantly, oil refining. F. Canceling the leases in Alaska. F. Well, you got foreign policy. F. Handling the um, withdrawal in Afghanistan. F. And what are people going to do in November, hopefully? <laughs> Vote Republican. <laughs> that's, that's unless you're unless you're the dumbest person on the planet. I, 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 I just gave you. Have you heard me say many times people are dopes? I mean, first of all, all of us who listen to this show and Harry and all of that, we're, we're kind of in tune with what's going on. But you talk to, I mean, I'll give you an example. My niece doesn't pay attention to this stuff. She just waits for me to say, well, you know, this this, this guy stinks or this guy's no good. Or, But most people, it's just, it's like, you know, brushing your teeth. It's just what we do every day. They don't. They don't stop and think about these things. So I, I, I can only say that people are dopes, and I hope they get educated in the next couple of years. Well, at least in this election. I mean, well, to, to me, it's, uh, John. It's like the movie Animal House with Kevin Bacon when they were uh, they were hitting him with the paddle, and he kept screaming, "You know, <laughs> thank you, may I, may I have another?" Well, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have another. I, I won't let you have. I won't let you have a pipeline. I won't let you frack. I won't let you drill. I won't let you explore. I won't let you refine. And you wonder why gas is going back Jeez. up and it's going to approach five dollars pretty soon. Yeah, and he tried to make this deal with the Saudis. It's going up and again. He found out what real power was. Yes, it's, that's right. That's right. Dan, thanks for the call. Oh boy, I'll tell you. Ben, we're going to talk to you after the break, and maybe we'll talk to uh, you as well. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. We will come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life. While in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you, you will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's-level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff if outpatient treatment is right for you our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually and because we know that addiction impacts families as well we offer support groups family therapy and webinars every day thousands of patients get treated at recovery centers of america and go on to live happy and meaningful lives don't wait we answer the phone and admit patients 24 7 including on weekends and holidays so call 1-888-RECOVERY today that's 1-888-RECOVERY I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Americans are the most understanding, generous, and compassionate people in the world. That is why our enemies are using those virtues as weapons to destroy us. They are deliberately bringing millions of poor and angry people 
from failed socialist countries around the world to make America a failed socialist country. They know that walls, fences, and even thousands of Border Patrol agents can't stop everybody determined to get through. The only way to stop them is to arrest every person found in our country illegally and send them back. But our enemies think that Americans are too understanding, generous, and compassionate to ever do that. Do most Americans care more about the suffering of people coming to our country illegally than the future of our own children and grandchildren? Learn more at libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Thanks. There is a way that you can listen to any of our shows at any time. All you have to do is Google John DeMassey Podcasts. And then, voila, they all come up. So you can listen at any show at any time. Just Google John DeMassey Podcasts and they all come up. Talk with a Purpose is our show. Saturdays 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Ben in May's Landing. Ben, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Good morning, John. Uh, glad to hear that you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, I'd like I'd like to talk about your feeling better and what your last caller talked about and in Fetterman's name came up. I'm asking your opinion. I don't know if this is legal or not. Can we come up with some type of, I'm just going to use the word motion in government, that everyone who runs for a position needs to have a mental and physical examination before, let's say, six months before they they decide to run? Is that, is that way over bounds? What no. Do you think? No, I think that's perfectly acceptable. I mean, you're talking about government. You're talking about the Senate. You're talking about one of the highest bodies of government there is. And, you know, here's a guy. I mean, I had a mild stroke. Uh, he obviously had it much worse because he's still feeling the effects of it uh, more than six months later. And, I mean, how could you how could you govern with with that kind of a condition and especially with speech i mean my speech was affected slightly but uh, i couldn't i couldn't do my show for 3 weeks because i i couldn't do it so imagine a guy in the senate with that kind of condition no i i think it's perfectly legitimate and perfectly legal and they should have that in place they they really should but most people probably don't enter into this kind of a thing with a condition like that. So uh, it's probably an exception, but uh, I think you're, you're right. It's perfectly, perfectly, perfectly fine. Right. I appreciate that. Second quick question. Um, With the monies that we hear watching TV, watching our news, it, it seems astronomical of what these, Democrats and Republicans, both parties, are throwing at these congressmen and senators to win their elections. Yes. I believe it's time where we need to have a, a budget limit. I mean, let's just take a mayor of a local city and put a number that that person is only allowed to spend both parties on an election. So it's fair. So you can't have some little guy 
who could be the best guy in the world, and you got another guy who we don't want or he's not good, but he's got, you know, $20, 30000000 million coming in to run his, help run his campaign. I think it needs to go all the way up the ladder to the president of the United States. Well, you know, senators might only be allowed to have, let's just say, $50 million in advertisement, and that's it. Make it, a, make it a fair playing field. Well, you know how they get around that, don't you? Go ahead. The super PACs. You know, you pay attention to all these ads that you're seeing, and they're not the candidate. So you can have – there are limits on a candidate's spending – but then you can have a super PAC who has nothing to do with the candidate and he's not the candidate doesn't endorse them. But they are for uh, wh- whatever candidate that happens to be. So that's how they get around it. So the, the, the rules should I, I the, the rules should be I understand that, yeah. the, the, the rules should be it includes super PACs. But then again, how would you how would you include that? Because you can get some super PAC in Iowa endorsing a candidate in in in, in New Jersey. So that that that's how they get around it. And and, and until they close that loophole, that the, that's all you're going to see. So so pay attention to that oh, because yeah. because you see, like uh, Oz, he's got uh, all these super PACs for Fetterman uh, vote. Uh, putting ads in against him. I mean, there was an ad the other day that said Oz killed dogs. I mean, this this stuff is ridiculous. But it, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, I saw that. It sounded like Fauci, like a Fauci ad. Yes. That he did that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just this this whole thing. This whole system has to be revamped so that that can happen. And and I get your point, and, and it's perfectly legitimate in what you're saying, and and thanks for the call, Ben. We really appreciate it. Uh, you, you just got to these super PACs are really, I mean, on both sides, but it's more for the Democrats, it seems like, because that's that's all you see. I mean, they're they're endorsing this Fetterman for Senate, and he is. Uh, I I I gotta say he is one of the worst candidates I've ever seen. He's just, I mean, I'm not in Pennsylvania and, and again, but you know I pay attention because I used to live there. But boy, he is he is bad. He doesn't have anything anything of substance, and and he he's he's impaired. He, I mean, how could he debate in the Senate? When he's impaired like that, I just don't get it. Scott in EHT. Scott, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Oh, hi, John. Good morning. Uh, yeah, you guys were talking about Columbus a little bit, and uh, I, somebody can, of course, fact check this for me. But from what I understand, there's some pretty funny hypocrisy going on with the Democrats because uh, yeah. I believe Nancy Pelosi has a very large fundraiser uh several fundraisers possibly every year in san francisco at a hotel called the sir francis drake hotel and uh that's an odd choice of places to hold your fundraisers when you are concerned with racial tension and slavery and jim crow because uh 
So Francis Drake was a buccaneer. He carried a letter of mark. He was a <laughs> pirate during the golden age of piracy. Yeah. Um, and he was a terribly efficient slave trader. <laughs> he was one of the best, uh, brightest and best guys to smuggle and legally trade slaves. And he introduced tens of thousands, I believe, of Africans to our wonderful world of slavery introduced through the whole of his ship. So I think it's hilarious that they hold their fundraisers at a at the Sir Francis Drake Hotel when there's probably hundreds of beautiful hotels in San Francisco, but they pick a slave trader um, to be where they hold their that, that is their funny. Fundraisers. That, I'm sure they're terribly concerned about yes, you know, they, racial they, tension and and you know Christopher Columbus, you know, who maybe transported a hundred guys in his ship. Uh, you know, compared to uh, Sir Francis Drake, who is an absolute brilliant scoundrel, you know. Like, like and, I uh, said, like I, I said, know, uh, you know, you could say that about anybody. I mean, Washington, Jefferson, uh, Richard Stockton, all of those really had slaves. Well, sure, you could. And you could say it about the whole world because the whole world was depending on and expected the lo- the very low prices of cotton yes that uh, from what i understand commanded the world economy yes uh, cotton was so so necessary in so many things in that time period that it literally commanded the global economy it, it dictated the prices of everything and the whole world had come, become completely dependent set all their price points everything was dependent on operating with slaves yes so you know so it, your England and everyone else would have been in an uproar if all of a sudden cotton went up 300 percent. Yes. <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, well, we'll go back to slavery. We need the slaves. <laughs> Why aren't the slaves picking the cotton? We, we can't pay these prices. Uh, so, you know, the hypocrisy is yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely global. Yes. Everybody played a part. You know, anyone who was participating in the economy of the 1840s and 50s, 60s, they they were all in on. That's they, right. They all That's right. We're thanking God every day for slavery because they wouldn't be able to sell their clothing and uh, you know all the ship apparel and everything that goes into everything that That's was right. built back then. That's everything right. was made of wood and leather and cotton and rawhide. And so cotton was huge. It yes. binded everything together. <laughs> so Scott. I find it just hilarious. I mean, and I wish Republicans would get on their game. They've been so awful. Uh, Bill O'Reilly pointed them out. He said they've just got to keep their mouths shut until this election and let the Democrats do their own dirty work against themselves. That's right. Because the Republicans are not, they have no united uh, leadership, nor do they really have a fundamental policy that's binding them all together right now. So the best thing Republicans can do is keep their mouths shut because they're ineffectual. And, um, well, we've we, we really been handed a bad lot. To, to fight the fight that we're fighting right yes, now. That's true. I hate to say it, but uh, the way I felt in 2019 has completely deteriorated. <laughs> yes. Uh, in my confidence, after I saw how they uh, worked so hard to grab defeat from the jaws of victory <laughs> at every point. Yeah, just, that's true. You know, Lindsey Graham coming out with this um, oh, you know, abortion he, man. He's ridiculous. Not, he, the he's timing ridiculous. of it seems like I. Yeah, I, I think he might be just a. I don't even know if he's a, a, a what you call you know a Republican name only. I think you might just call him a Democrat. Yeah, posing as a Republican. Yes, that's right. He seems to come out 
He always comes out at the perfect time to say exactly the wrong thing at the wrong time. And uh, from what I understand, he never follows through with any of the good things that he says. He, he talks all day long about something. And then when the bill comes up, he doesn't vote or he, he's absent from the vote, um, even though he's been, you know, campaigning for, yes. for people to vote for these items. He apparently never votes for them himself. Yes, so, that's, that's true. Thanks for the call, Scott. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot with this abortion issue. And we'll talk to Congressman Van Drew about that when he uh, calls us at 11 o'clock. He's coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I want to talk about the death penalty and this really ridiculous, ridiculous decision to give Nicholas Cruz life in prison. We'll talk about that. Some open lines at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. We'll come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And don't forget, I'm here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 with These Money Minutes. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. It's a fall festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies, including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. BF Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For the rest of the afternoon, brilliant sunshine. Yeah, it's just a beautiful start to the weekend today with a high 72. Partly cloudy tonight, the low 49. Tomorrow, times of clouds and sun, the high 69. For tomorrow night, increasing clouds, a shower around from late evening on the low 52. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450. Like we said, a rare moment here in our show where we have uh, some open lines. So if you want to get in, 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450 is our number. I am very disturbed at the decision by the jurors in the Nicholas Cruz penalty phase. And I think they took about six weeks. I really don't understand this. If there ever was a reason to give the death penalty to a person, it was this case. 
I, I just, there must have been woke jurors on there. I guess I don't know. But they decided to give him life in prison. Now, here's what I don't understand. Under Florida law, the death penalty uh, has to be, the jury has to be unanimous on at least one count. The jury found there were aggravating factors to warrant the death penalty for each victim, but they also found mitigating factors. Now, I want to know what the difference between aggravating and mitigating was. <laughs> Do you know what that What's the difference? The jury could not agree that the aggravating factors outweighed the mitigating factors. So they give him life without parole, which means that more than one juror voted for life imprisonment. Now, I think, what is this young man, 19 or 20 years old? So that means that we have to keep him for how many years is he going to live? If it was Charles Manson, they spent, the state of California spent $5 million on Charles Manson. So we've got to spend that much money. And besides, if he got the death penalty, you know, they have appeals and so on and so forth. So, you know, this could go on forever. But nevertheless, life without parole, I mean... I want these jurors to stand before every person who lost a child at that Parkland shooting. I want them to stand before every parent and tell them why they gave this guy life in prison. That would, that would really, wouldn't that, isn't that appropriate? I mean, I think the judge should have, should have done that. I mean, I just don't understand it. If ever there was a reason to give the death penalty to this person, then that was it. That was definitely it. But life without parole, that's what they gave him. 609-407-1450. That's our number here. It, it, Alex Jones got his in the end. You know, I, I guess I understand it from the standpoint of he got ratings. When he went on this tirade about that it was a hoax, he got ratings. Do we still carry his show? Or, no. Did, did we stop it a long time ago? Years ago, yeah. I remember one time I said, how, the, how does somebody carry this show? And we carried it, but then you, you dropped him, right? For a second. <laughs> he was ordered to pay. Are you ready for this? $965 million. $965 million for his lies regarding the Sandy Hook massacre. Now, I, I got to tell you. 
when you equate this to the ratings and then you equate it to money, well, it makes sense. Alex Jones hooked on to something and it was really uh, it, it was really nonsense but i mean he damaged these people uh this was a uh, plaintiff william sherlock the verdict shows that the internet is not the wild wild west and that actions have consequences well i understand that right now his company it's called infowars they are worth $270 million. That's a lot of money. All for one. I mean, the rest of... He, he never really had any traction with any of this stuff until he got onto this. So it makes sense. But you have to question at, at what price do you pay for ratings? And what price do you pay to really harm people that their children were were massacred? So, I mean, I could have never done that because you you eventually you got to face these people. And eventually he got his. Now he'll declare bankruptcy and, you know, he'll go on. But, I mean, the name Alex Jones... <laughs> is that? I mean, his name is Mud now in the uh, in the world of talk radio. Is anybody going to touch him? I suppose some desperate stations still carry his show, but we don't. <sighs> what can I tell you? you? You you never run out of things to talk about on this show. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. That's our number here, and again, some open lines. You want to jump in on anything we're talking about, uh, feel free to do that. 609-407-1450. Uh, Joe Biden is at it again. Uh, he has talked about patience. <laughs> patience in the wake of high inflation. In spite of the fact that growth has fallen for two straight quarters, raising the specter of recession, Biden argued that the newest numbers are solid and have slowed in recent months. Uh, he said they slowed, but I think I read where they are at the 9%. Inflation is 9%. That's, that's when you average it out. But when you talk about eggs and when you talk about other things, I mean, they're, they're really, they're really high. He, uh, he said they've slowed in recent months in a way that points to inflation easing. Um, do you know how that inflation has eased? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> uh, tell that to a parent who just shopped for groceries. I, I, I mean, and, and tell that to a parent who has a, a child in school and everything is going up. School supplies and, and, and so on and so forth. Biden added that Saudi Arabia and Russia, see that the Saudis and the Russians are to blame. You see, the playbook for the Democrats, when in doubt, blame somebody else. He said the Saudis and the Russians 
dealt him a disappointment last month when they announced a cut in oil production. (laughs) Oh, boy. In spite of his words, polls show that Biden has consistently poor marks for his handling of the economy and people view the United States as headed in the wrong direction. And by the way, what have we said? The wrong direction. Gas prices creeping up again. Is the diesel five dollars now, Chris? Is that what? Five forty. Oh my, five forty for for diesel. And the beat goes on. So Biden is uh, he'll lie his way out of this. We we will see, and, and we're going to talk to Jeff Andrew in a couple of minutes to see what uh, he says about this whole thing. But it's uh, it, it's interesting that that Biden just keeps see see this is what they do, they blame somebody else, then they back down on the numbers and they say, well, it's not that bad. Well, you tell that to some folks that are struggling. I mean, people cannot keep up with this inflation. It's plain and simple. So you say it's slowing. But it's not slowing. You say, oh, gas prices, they they aren't that bad. Well, they are that bad. What were they when Biden took office? A a dollar less? So it's it's a a continuum of the same situation. Lie, lie, lie your way out of it. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Coming up at 11 o'clock, Jeff Van Drew our congressman from our district, and we'll talk to him about a variety of issues. And uh, in the meantime, whatever you want to talk about, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassey. More Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers 
International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life while in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you. You will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call 1-888-RECOVERY today. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number here, 609 609- 407 1450. A couple of minutes left of hour number two. And we still have time to take a couple of calls here on the show. 609 407 1450 is our number here. If you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. And if you want to like us on Facebook, at Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. Talk With a Purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Bob in Cape May. Bob, good morning. Welcome back. Hey, John. Uh, Nicholas Cruz, you know, we wouldn't have this monster inflicting the carnage that he did, but for the Obama administration. Yeah. And the reason is, right, because Nicholas Cruz would have been taken out of that school, would have been in a jail. Uh, He was an absolute monster in that high school. Uh, He would have been identified, arrested, and but but for the Obama administration's policy that, that forced these school districts and these I don't even maybe even law enforcement to uh, limit the number of minority uh, young people that were arrested. Okay, this this was you know an affirmative action program, if you will, that forgave criminality 
uh, for these juveniles. Oh, boy. So, you know, we, we can go back to the root cause of this. And, and you know what? It, it's just letting letting these criminals get away with activities that, that they should be locked up for, but their skin color saves them. And, Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 yeah. But, but you know what, Bob? I don't understand how they could give him life without parole. You, you know, because they, they were torn between aggravated and mitigating circumstances. What mitigating? He killed 17 people, and most of them were kids. I, you know, I... Hey, look, I, John, he, he, he deserved... You're right. I mean, he, he deserved... You know, Florida used to have an electric chair in the state prison in Stark, Florida. Yeah. Uh, it was called Old Sparky. Okay? Yeah. And Old Sparky did some beautiful work. It got rid of Ted Bundy and all sorts of heinous criminals. And, yeah, Nicholas Cruz deserved to, to uh, unfortunately, Old Sparky was retired. But they ought, should have brought Old Sparky out of retirement for, for that mutant savage. You know, I totally I, agree with you. I wouldn't put it past DeSantis if he over, because I think he can overturn that. Can he? I, I think so. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I would not know the. I, I wouldn't. Uh, has the judge ruled already on this? Yeah, case? yeah. I, I thought the, this was the recommendation that the yeah, jury gave. The recomm- uh, Yes, but he has ruled. Uh, yeah, he has, has ruled. The judge ruled. Yes, I, I think so. So I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's a court that can overturn it. I imagine there is, but maybe the governor can overturn it, and I wouldn't be surprised to see DeSantis overturn it if if he could. You know, but yeah. this, I mean, I, he I deserved, I mean, they, they should make those jurors stand before every parent and tell them why they voted for him to have life without parole. That's what I think they should do. But, you know, the anguish that those parents went through, the, the grandchildren and, and that they're never going to have. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Know, that's right. You know, it's, it's. It's, it's it's just you it's know a dis- uh, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute no. total disgrace. Bob, thanks a lot yeah. for the call. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, why why did Nicholas Cruz get life without parole? Because his mother had a drinking problem when she was pregnant with him. Come on, I mean, get real with this thing. I I just don't get it. If ever there was, I thought for sure he was going to get the death penalty. I said, oh, this is a no-brainer. Life without parole. Oh, boy. And we continue to, oh, what what rehab are they going to do for him? You know? It's not like John Hinckley where he got, you know, he, he, he shot the president, but that was only one. But this guy, 17 people? I, I just don't get it. Talk with the purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Our number two is in the books, and our number three, we're really looking forward to Congressman Jeff Van Drew, who's coming on our show and discussing a variety of things, issues all coming up in the election. So stick around for that. I'm, t- I'm John DeMassey. Talk with the purpose right here. On WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
95.5 FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City. WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We are pleased to have with us in this hour, Congressman Jeff Van Drew. Congressman, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. It's good to speak with you. Good to, good to have you on. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, the first question I want to ask you, and, and this has been, uh, I think, a problem for Republicans, and, and I think it gets in the way uh, of the real message and that is the abortion issue. Do you think it's going to hurt Republicans in the long run? I don't think in the long run it's really going to hurt Republicans. Look, you know, look what the final uh, decision here is basically by the Supreme Court, by others, is that this is a state issue. And so that state by state, for example, in New Jersey, uh, nothing is going to change. That's right. Um, yeah. In other states, change. So it depends on every individual state so for example in new jersey where they believe uh and are pushing for abortions up to nine months and even after birth um you know that still probably will continue on unfortunately by the way yeah uh, i don't i don't think that's a good thing no it isn't uh, i'm life but i understand uh, i'm pro-life but i understand the debate uh, that some people are having in the first couple of months or whatever, but there's no debate for these late-term abortions, eight months, nine months. And we've gotten to the point that many people have evolved um, when they see um, what is on these sonograms, when they see that they're moving, functioning, heart-beating, living little babies. And I, I, I think that certainly has made a difference, number one. And then number two, uh, years ago, it used to be like a viability issue when they were viable or not. Now it's like just any baby can be aborted at any age. Uh, and, and I don't think most people find that acceptable. Yeah, so, no, no, they, I, they don't. no, they don't. It, yeah, at the end of the day, people are worried about how much their gas costs, worried about our diminished freedoms, worried about our weakness uh, that we are obviously perceived as having around the world, worried about our open borders, worried about our supply chain, worried that, you know, medications can't even be made here in the United States, that everything is made in China, uh, worried about crime in the streets, worried about uh, literally the fact that the whole nation is changing as far as education and what our kids are being taught. Uh, at, at, at literally in second grade, uh, which is just bizarre. Yes. Um, so I, I think there's so many huge issues yes. that affect everybody that I think um, it, it's still going to be a, a strong election. You, um, you skipped the debate with your opponent. <laughs> Why? I didn't really even... It. it was a non-debate debate, and, I, and it really clearly I'll tell you why. I, 
I first of all, from the beginning, said, hey, we're going to do one debate because, um, you know, debates are great, and I like them, and I love the intellectual challenges that you may or may not have, depending upon whom you're, with whom you're debating. But um, more importantly, I like to meet people, get out in the street, uh, and, and really go from, you know, all my towns and counties. I have the largest district in the state of New Jersey. I have about 40% of the state geographically. So I want to be out there doing that. However, I said, you know, I'm, I'm still certainly going to do a debate. And we, we, I did sign up for one that hopefully, and I believe will be uh, fair, which is at Stockton University. Uh, the press of Atlantic City is going to be asking the questions. Stockton University with John Frugin is going to be moderating. And that's what I said I would do. The League of Women Voters, an organization that I used to have a great deal of respect for, has become extremely progressive, extremely left-wing, and extremely biased. And the woman who's in charge of it and was putting this debate together um, actually works for my opponent's campaign. It's very involved in it um, and has been on Facebook saying, I'd say dozens, but actually hundreds of foul things about um, about me, about Republicans, um, just about uh, anything that you could think of. I mean, literally some of the stuff that she put up online, and she's in charge of putting it together. Uh, I, I remember there was just one, to give an example, and I don't mean to be crude. I, I never do, but she had one uh, that was uh, – she took a picture of uh, some trucks that were lined up with American flags on them and um, said, yeah, that this was the uh, lineup for finding micro-small condoms. Oh, um, Obviously, it oh, to yeah. Republicans. And so that, that's not something I'm going to get involved no, in. No, that's, that's, that's not something. Yeah. That, yeah, that's objective or yeah. decent or whatever. Well, so, I will, I will tell you, I will tell you this. We had your opponent on this show. Uh, I was not here for that. Uh, Seth Grossman was filling in for me, and uh, he would not take questions. So that tells you right away that uh, he doesn't either. Either he's afraid or or what. But he he didn't take any questions, and he was. I mean, I, in my opinion, he was bad. So I, I just wanted to throw that out there <laughs> to let you know. Sure. And, and by the way, that's strange. I mean, life is full of questions. Yes. And as long as there's some, you know, again, it's being moderated and it's fair, even if it's tough. See, I don't mind that it's tough, but you shouldn't have somebody who's running part of running somebody else's campaign who's intensely i i don't care if they're republican or democrat yeah so if the person that was putting this together was a democrat but they were fair and objective that no problem to me at all but the problem was that it was obviously not so so that's that's not good it's not fair to me it's not fair to the listeners it's not fair uh, to the debate process, and it's not what we want to do in America. So yes. um, I decided not to do that. Yes. Congressman Jeff Van Drew is our guest. Talk with a purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG. 
Talk Radio 95.5. And the congressman will take questions at 609-407-1450. We'll get to the calls in a moment. But, Congressman, I wanted to, to – I, I found this to be a, a kind of interesting. You called out President Biden for wasting taxpayer dollars and then encouraging soldiers – to go on food stamps. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, um, it, it disgusts me. We have money to send all over the world. Yes. We have money for tree equity and other kinds of initiatives that are just extremely woke and, you know, we're the Green New Deal. We've got money just to pay people to stay home. We've got money for every other country, every other issue, uh, but we can't take care of our real people, whether it be our veterans or whether it be others. And so I see president, you know, the president uh, doing what he's doing and the governor as well. And yet at the same time, uh, not taking care of our own in America. Are you, uh, is there a bill about this or, or what, what are you, what are you doing about that? Well, we're going to keep fighting it. Remember, there's going to be a lot of bills about a lot of things. There are already, uh, next year, we're not going to be able to get a lot of these bills passed. I want people to realize that, but we're going to get them done. We're going to get them in the queue. We're going to debate them. Uh, we're also going to have a great deal of debate and discussion and investigatory processes uh, to investigate into what's going, whether it's from Hunter Biden all the way to what's going on with the FBI, what's going on with the Department of Justice, what really happened uh, with the Russian collusion fake story, um, what's really happening with the fake January 6th hearings, uh, that are anything but bipartisan. Yes. There's so much work to be done, so much to be revealed, so much to be discussed. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, you will take calls. We know that. <laughs> Congressman Van Drew. Uh, Linda is in Napsekin. Linda, you're on with Congressman Van Drew. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. So, so, Jeff, I heard you say life is full of questions. And so I'll start here. So, and may the Lord bless you for being pro-life. I heard you say that. I love hearing that. And <clears throat> as to questions, I heard, I heard on another station, and it, it really intrigued me because I always recognize that you're a big vote-getter when you were a Democrat. And when you were a Democrat, you voted like a Republican. You hit some tough issues where, where your party probably was furious with you, but you were on the right side and always felt you should be a Democrat uh, for quite a while. So, question is, you know, are you going to be vice president? Are, are, you, are, you, are you in the pool of those who would be, <laughs> the president would be talking about being vice president? Because I'm before it. So, well, um, thank you. yeah, and I, that. Go ahead. He, he has, when I was, uh, last time I was in Bedminster, which wasn't long ago, and that's when it sort of came out, um, the president had mentioned that he thought, you know, I would be a really good candidate for vice president. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm among a good number of people that are being considered. But my thought now and my focus now 
is to, you know, win Congress, to help others win Congress. And I've been doing that, Linda, good, conservative, solid people from around the country that needed some help. And, and we're trying to help them and get this Congress and hopefully Senate under control. And then we do move on to the others. So whatever happens, happens. I'm real happy being a congressman and was very honored to be mentioned for that as well. Absolutely. I am so honored that I'm speaking with you and that I feel honored because you have been, I mean, that was suggested to you by, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest president in my lifetime. And yeah, you should feel honored. And, you know, maybe the Lord will bless you in that avenue. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, Linda. Thanks. Thanks, for, Jeff. Thanks, thanks for the call. Thanks, John. Well, uh, you, you, maybe you got another job. You never know. <laughs> Well, again, I'm going to focus on Congress right now. We've got about, what is it, John, a, a, a little less than a month, I think, yes, at this point yes. now. Uh, we've just got a few weeks here, and we've got to drive it home. And, we, you know, they're doing everything they can. I'll just give you an example. I was watching one of the legacy network stations, and, you know, they were talking about the January 6th hearings. We still can't find out what's happened to everybody who was arrested, number one. What's the Department of Justice doing, number two? Number three, um, they call it, they keep calling it a bipartisan commission. Now, this is bull. Yes. You know, I, I, I call something what it is when I see it. And sometimes I'm a little rough and a little direct, and I'm sorry. And I never mean to be hurtful, but this is bull. It is not a bipartisan commission. No, it is not. It's not a bipartisan nope. group. Nope. have two... Republicans out of the whole commission on there, both of them were not chosen by Republicans. Both of them hate Republicans. Both of them never vote Republican. Both of them will not even be in Congress next year because right. nobody in their district wants them. So, no, we have a very partisan commission that is being very political and doing everything it can at the last minute to try to hurt President Trump because they feel if they hurt him, that will then hurt the Republican Party and the election. Let's tell the truth. Yes. That's the truth. Yes. What's your stance on immigration? Is this another Biden failure? Oh, my. I can fail. I don't think there's a word literally in the English debacle failure um i i i don't know where a uh, uh, complete uh i would say stupidity but see i don't think that john what i think is they're doing this on purpose yes they want to change what america is and they're allowing they know god i know i'm on the homeland security committee i know this stuff so certainly the president of the united states is privy to it the bottom line is china is filtering fentanyl through the border through the southern border, we now have approximately, and it's probably even worse, 10 times that we have enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in America 10 times over. Jeez. It's the major cause of death between individuals, adults between 18 and 45. The major cause of death is not diabetes, not heart attacks, not strokes, not uh, all these other things. It's fentanyl. Can you believe that? Oh, in America? man, that's terrible. Um, that's uh, terrible. And, and they're letting all this stuff in. Oh, I don't want to hear how this loves America and Americans because he doesn't. If he did, he wouldn't let this happen. That's We're right. Destroying family. 
I can't help that his family was destroyed by it with his son, Hunter. He should just spend time helping him yeah. with his problems. But the bottom line is he's bringing it to everybody else, and it's all over the country. Yes. I do not want people to think that this problem we have with open borders is only in Arizona or Texas. It's not. They, our government, is flying them around at night and dropping them off places. Yep. Our government, and paying for it, is <sighs> taking them by bus all over the country. Our government is paying for their legal advice, paying for their food, paying for their board, paying for everything, uh, including their formula that we can't get for our Americans, but they're getting it. Our our government is paying to subsidize people that are on the terror watch list, and they've only caught some of them. But there are hundreds that are escaping through and all over our country. Something, and God help me, I hate to say this, but you, you and I say it now. I've talked to you about it now, and you wait and see. Something really bad is going to happen. You let these terrorists all over the country. Yes. Only no good can become of that. So uh, there, there are no words that I have how disgusted I am with this. Those borders should be closed. The, 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 the wall should be built. We should have the back to Mexico policy, the immediate return policy, as well as many other policies and negotiations. We can work this out. Yes. We can work this out. President Trump had worked it out. Another, and another. just opened it up. Another reason, Congressman, to vote Republican in November. That's that's all I can say. Absolutely. Talk with the purposes. Scary stuff. Yes. Talk with the purposes. The show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. We're going to uh, forego the break here because we have a a bunch of calls, Congressman, waiting uh, to talk to you. Anne is in Brigantine. Anne, good morning. You're on with Congressman Van Drew. Good morning, Congressman and John. Yes. I recently received your email. Ex- <laughs> I recently received your email expressing opposition to the windmill projects off our coast. I agree. Would you please comment more on this? Sure. This, this is something. This is a great money maker. The more I look into it, literally for billionaires, uh, basically from other countries. Um, we have energy. I believe that we need to be intelligent in how we use our energy. I believe in certain renewables, and I believe we need to use a basket of energy. So by that, I mean we still need natural gas. We still can use nuclear, and even there's new and smarter and cleaner nuclear. We can still use uh, solar panels on the renewable side. But let's look at what we're doing. We're putting these windows up and down. East Coast, it's going to affect the floor of the ocean and hurt our wildlife and our environment. There's no question. There's a thing called the cold pool, which is some of the highest diversity of creatures and sea life that ever existed, number one. Number two, we're going to hurt our fishermen, our fishermen uh, who bring billions of dollars into our area and jobs and help people. Um, with employment, obviously, are really going to have a hard time because of this. Number three, it's going to hurt navigation. Uh, the Coast Guard's not going to say it openly and publicly. They don't want to be punished, but it makes navigation harder in the whole area. Number four, the bottom line is it's going to increase, not decrease, increase the cost of what energy um, is going to uh, cost for 
for Americans and for New Jerseyans and other folks along the East Coast for absolutely no reason when we can be number one in energy around the world. We let everybody else do what they want. You know, China can build coal plants because they're considered an emerging country, but we're destroying every form of energy and closing it down that we have, pipelines, et cetera. It's nuts. It's destructive. We're destroying ourselves in this way and so many other ways, uh, and it's going to be very, very expensive. 20 years from now, these things are going to be rotting in the ocean. We don't even know how to recycle them. We're going to have to beg China for the batteries and the rare elf, rare, rare earth elements that you're going to need for these things. So it makes us more dependent on China and everybody else. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. It's a great deal for the people who are going to make a lot of money on it. And I mean a real lot of money. So I'm going to have hearings next year and really, really dig into it. They have so much money. I don't know if we can stop it, but damn it, I'm going to try everything I can. That's uh, good Good to hear. And thanks for the call. Frank is in Ventnor. Frank, good morning. You're on with Congressman Van Drew. Good morning, John. Good morning, Mr. Van Drew. Good morning. Good morning. The, uh, well, the previous, yeah, good morning, Mr. Van Drew. The previous call actually took away a, a lot of what I was going to ask so I'm, uh, about the... Uh, uh, the, the wind turbines and the climate change, but I, I just I'll, I'll just reduce my question to pretty uh, a shorter statement. Uh, several years ago, you made a statement, Mr. Van Drew, that you felt that um, climate change and global warming was driven mainly by human activity and specifically the uh, release of greenhouse gases. Do you still feel that way now? I think that they may be a major contributor. Do I think they're as sure as they pretend to be? No. And do I think if you say that we need to really evaluate this, and again, nothing wrong with doing solar panels, nothing wrong with really looking at carbon capture or hydrogen. There are ways to reduce that just to make sure. But, you know, the interesting thing is sometimes we get a little carried away. For example... They're saying uh, that this this hurricane season, as terrible as it was, and God, what happened to Florida was terrible, but it was all due to climate change, et cetera, worst hurricane season. No, it wasn't the worst hurricane, and it wasn't the worst hurricane season ever. We've had many worse, and we've had many seasons that were worse. We've had these issues and these problems for many years. So the realistic answer is yes. I believe that some of it may well be driven and man-made, not necessarily all of it. And certainly, certainly not. It's something that we shouldn't, to the detriment of our energy portfolio and the strength of this nation to be number one, we shouldn't stop producing things like clean natural gas. Let me tell you something. We, they want to stop natural gas completely. And the people who want to do that because they know it will make America a lot weaker. Well, the real deal is you can stop all natural gas being used in America and the effect on global warming or on carbon, whatever you want to call it, is less than a fraction of 1%. So who are we kidding? This is all woke stuff. And when you speak of it and you speak out about it, they want to make you out like you're some Neanderthal nut that hates the environment. I love the environment. I love where I live. I live in the middle of six acres. I have a lake in the back. 
Uh, I love our oceans. I'm two miles away from Sea Isle. I mean, I, I, I want to keep it all pristine and clear and pure. I just don't want to destroy our nation in pretending to do something that we're not. Frank, thanks for the call. John is in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on with Congressman Van Drew. Uh, yeah, of climate change is such an issue. They said it started uh, with the advent of the Industrial Revolution in 1800. Well, we had a many ice age in the 15th century. That's uh, I'll call that major climate change. But I'm so wonder why Ray Epps hasn't done a day in jail for his uh, involvement with the sixth uh, on the uh, the sixth day of the first month of 21. So we'll see what happens there. But I want to ask a, a twofold question to Senator Van Drew. This is it. Now they have a convention of states up in North Jersey. Now, the two questions I have is, uh, is it just for politicians? And can uh, we have it down here? And can can it have like a town hall feel to it where regular people can have involvement? Thank you. Congressman? Um, it, it, it wouldn't be just politicians, but I would evaluate it carefully because this is what I'm concerned. I know why people want it. They want change so much. I am so um, concerned about doing anything that opens up the Constitution. Now, they will tell you that it would only be limited to the subjects that are indicated and would not be limited and, and other things couldn't come up in the Constitution. I'm not sure of that, and I'm not sure that it would be used or wouldn't be used by folks um, on the radical left to really change America. Um, I, I don't think we need to do this, and I understand why. And I don't dismiss you for, you know, wanting to do it and being concerned. But if we would just follow the amazing Constitution we have and the rule of law, we wouldn't have problems. Our Constitution is still good. Yes. We just need to follow the rule of law. And, and, and obey what the Constitution tells us to do and interpret it strictly. That's all. Yes. All right, John, thanks for the call. Tony and AC. Tony, you're on with Congressman Van Drew. Uh, Mr. Van Drew, I'm so happy you became a Republican and uh, I would second Me the too. vice president. All right. <laughs> but I'd like to talk about some veterans affairs. I'm a veteran. And I recently had like some you. disappointing you for your service. Uh, with dentistry. Pardon? I said thank you for your service. Can you hear me? Uh, well, I, I can. Thank, you. thank you for your service. What? What did well, you? What I was, appreciate that. What was your question, Tony, about dentist, well, been, den, dentistry? Yeah, I, I, I would, I would think that the veterans, uh, most veterans, don't get dental care. We, we have community care now, and I've had a bad experience with uh, some dental work recently. And I would trust the VA more. I, I have copay. I don't get a hundred percent. Not even close, but I have co-paid for my uh, hospital visits and my uh, medicine. But I'm disappointed that the VA offers no help for uh, dental work unless you're uh, a retired 20-year, what's the term, 100 percenter. And I think if Mr. Trump gets reelected, you guys could help us out and... Uh, you know, maybe we won't get 100 percent dental work, but uh, anything as you get older. Um, and like I said, I just had a bad experience with uh, some dental work. And that's what I called for today. And God bless you. You're doing a great job. I really appreciate it. Congressman, you want to answer that? Hello. 
Hello, I'm on my way to work now, so okay. can you hear me so now? I'm, I'm just I'm sorry. Congressman, you want Hello? to answer that? Yeah. Yeah. President Trump is, is very committed to the VA and very committed uh, to improving it and already did a lot, but we need to do a lot more. I am hopeful. This is not a promise, though. I want this recorded. It is not a promise, but I am hopeful we're really going to try in the new clinic that we're working, the addition of the clinic that's in Northfield, um, to actually get some dental in there. And you're right. Um, when I was, you know, when I graduated dental school, you know, I'm a dentist. Yes. Uh, and, and when I graduated, I did my residency program in the VA and we got to work with, thank God, but on POWs and people that were hundred percent disabled, certain other groups too. Um, but there were many that were not included. So it would be wonderful if we would be able to do that. Um, we've got to take one step at a time. We've got to make the VA better and uh, more responsive still. Uh, President Trump did a lot, but we need even more to do, and I would love to see that as well. Congressman, the overall economy is in question in this campaign. How would you combat inflation since Biden doesn't seem to know the first thing about it? No, he doesn't know the first thing about it. I mean, he created it. We didn't have this. How do, you, right. how do you combat inflation? Real, real basic stuff right off the bat. You got to get the price of gas down. Yes. I mean, when gas keeps going up, you know, it went down for a little while. And what a shameful thing that was. So literally, he was, you know, dealing with the Saudis, begging them to hold off their decrease in production till after the election. So I guess he was using the Saudis as election consultants, and I don't think they like that very much because they spoke out. Yes. Because they know how tight Biden is with Iran, and they don't get along with Iran. So that was just god-awful, embarrassing, and and uh, I, I don't know. I don't have all the words, but you, I think you know what they are. Yes. Um, and the words I can't say on the radio. <laughs> yes, that's right. So we... We need to get those gas prices down. We can open up our fields, open up our leases, open up, you know, uh, and, and reduce the red tape. We can get going. We can be number one in energy before you know. We can we can do amazing stuff. We have enough energy for thousands of years. Secondly, um, we need to make sure that we don't spend the way that we are. We just spend recklessly without regard to anything on things that just don't matter. I, I talked before about something called tree equity, which means, I guess, that we all have to have the same trees in the country or the same size or just as many. I don't know what the hell it means. Nobody does. <laughs> no. Even the Democrats don't. But they throw this stuff in. But it's billions of dollars. Yeah. Thirdly, as much as I feel that, you know, we do need to help the world, et cetera, We've got to take care of America right now. We've got to, it's got to be America first. We're blowing money all over the world. We always keep doing that. We fund the World Health Organization, basically. We fund NATO, basically. We fund almost, you know, half of these countries one way or the other. And half of them don't even, they'll say they hate us. Besides, yeah. Um, so I, I vote against a lot of those things, just about all of them. I want the money to go to Americans, to our veterans, to our homeless, to funding without increasing taxation. 
because when you increase taxation, and let's understand what the Biden plan is, increase gas costs, increase energy costs, increase taxation, all of that, all of that causes more inflation. Yes, that's right. We've got to stop doing that's right. You stop that, we can really begin to make this better. And by the way, he has screwed it up so badly over two years, it's gonna it's not gonna happen in a month. Yes. It's that's gonna right. take a little bit of time. But we we gotta get on the right road. That's here. right. Bob and Kate May, you're on with Congressman Van Drew. Hi, Congressman. Uh you know, I just wanna comment on a couple things you said and I do have a question. You know, the the uh Immigration disaster, of course, it's just self-inflicted, like so many of the things that this radical Biden administration has done. Uh, the the uh, Biden in, actually invited all these illegals to come into our country. They were wearing "Thank You, Joe Biden" T-shirts when this first started. And and again, you're right on again with the, the inflation situation. Totally self-inflicted. If the Trump administration had continued, if we would have had a Republican Congress, uh, we would not have this inflation. We'd have a strong economy. The stock market, you know, Dow Jones would be over 4,000. But the question I have for you, the war in Ukraine. Now, the Repub- a lot of the Republicans and almost all the Democrats are just authorizing billions and billions of dollars for Ukraine. I believe the number is $75 billion when we have a terrible, terrible national debt. Now, what I want to point out here, and the great Tucker Carlson has, has made this, this you know, allegation, and he's a careful guy, and I believe him. That in April, there was a peace offering here, and Zelensky was ready to accept it, and Putin was ready to accept it. And what it was, Russia would end its war on Ukraine, get out of Ukraine, maybe one or two of the Russian-speaking ethnic Russian provinces would have gone to Russia. Maybe. I'm not clear on that. In exchange, Ukraine would promise not to join NATO. And the reason this peace treaty did not go into effect was because of pressure from the Biden administration and some Western European powers, but mostly from the Biden administration. And they wanted a regime change situation in Russia. They torpedoed this. And, you know, the military industrial complex complex they're the chief benefactors of this endless spending that is going on now to fund that ukraine war uh look at the repercussions <laughs> you know gas prices uh fertilizer food prices a lot of that has to do it does have to do with with what we're you know funding here in, with ukraine uh, i'm just asking about your position on further funding of this unnecessary war in ukraine Congressman? Good question. Good question. Points well made. Um, Bob, if you were to follow my voting record, in the very initial vote, way back, relatively small amount of money, I said, okay, you know, men, women, and children are getting killed. Let's, you know, help a little bit. But all the other votes, all the billions of dollars, I think I'm now up to three votes where I have voted no, and I received a considerable amount of criticism both from the Democrats 
and for many people in the Republican Party. We don't have the money. I, I feel bad for what's going on to the Ukrainian people, uh, but we don't have the billions upon billions of dollars to spend there. It, it is a fueling in our inflation. It's hurting our economy. It's hurting our debt. And by the way, just so everybody knows, um, you know, Russia is not a good country. Ukraine's done a lot of bad things and involved in a lot of bad corruption. I'm sorry, but that's the truth, whether people want to hear it or not. So Biden's been real involved, and so is his son with the Ukrainians. Uh, and, and that's not an excuse for us to spend all that money. And God help us, not an excuse to have one boot on the ground over there. They need to work that out. But you know what? That could have been worked out. It could have been worked out under the scenario you mentioned, and it also could have been worked out if you had a strong president. I guarantee you, if this president, Biden, was not the president, that this wouldn't have happened. It would have been clear uh, he's afraid to talk to Putin in Russia. Uh, our previous president wasn't, would have sat down with him and say, hey, you can't do this. This doesn't work. It's not going to work. So let's just come to some kind of agreement and work it out. And they would have worked it out. Peace through strength. But instead, we're spending billions of dollars. We're funding and fueling the military-industrial complex. Um, we're putting our own nation at risk, just like we are with our oil reserves. You know, our previous president got oil at a real cheap price to make sure we had strategic reserves. Now it's all the way down because Biden is trying to keep the price of oil and gas down so he could say he did that until the election came, and then it was going to shoot right back up. This is disingenuous, harmful, um, just deceptive kind of government. This is not the America I know. And and I, you're right. I'm not going to fund that. What is, I'm one of the few people that even voted against adding the two countries to NATO, to adding Finland and Sweden, not because I don't think that they're good countries, because we pay for most of it. We pay for most of NATO, and we're going to pay for most of that. We don't have the money anymore. We have to take care of America. It's time. The World Health Organization, they lied to us, spread disease throughout the area, didn't tell us the truth. China lied to us. But we pay for them. Yeah. We pay for the very experiments that killed our people, thousands of them. we uh, got to stop doing that. Uh, one more question, Congressman. Uh, I want to you to talk about this legislation that you drafted with regards to Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, where he proposed to hire 87,000 IRS agents. Your legislation would eliminate that? Absolutely. I mean, what the, in God's name, talk about inflation and the problems we have. So with all the problems we have, the answer is, in his, in, first of all, it shouldn't be called the Inflation Reduction Act. It should be called the Inflation Taxation uh, Creation Legislation. That's what it should be called. Yes. Um, and that's the name that I give it because it's a lot of be, it increases taxes. Uh, it, it, it even gives more money to illegals and it takes money for 87,000, not 8,700. Not 870, 87,000 more. Do you know that there's no stadium, no sports stadium 
professional sports stadium that could hold all the IRS workers. So if you wanted to have a conference meeting, you literally couldn't even fit them all into one of the professional stadiums. That's how many we'll have. And don't let anybody tell you they're going after billionaires. You'd only need to hire about 10 guys to go after billionaires. They're going after you and me and middle class people, people who are breaking their back working, small businessmen. You know what? Keep working, man, because they're going after you, and it stinks, and it's wrong. So we don't need this. In fact, we need to streamline the IRS, make it work work more effectively, um, and not to increase the burgeoning bureaucracy over there, and it's going to be used as a political tool besides. Will it pass the legislation? The legislation already passed. Okay. But the problem, the problem is, um, even with us, when we try to stop it and undo it, Biden's going to veto it. So the most important thing that we're going to be doing next year is all just letting the sunshine in, all the investigation, all the opening up, all the truth telling. That has to be done. Second thing is we got to have guts. Um, literally, and again, not to be crude, but Republicans are going to have to strap them on. This is no place for the weak of heart or the faint of heart. If you're not strong, if you're not ready to really find out what's going on, don't belong here because this is going to be a little bit of rough going. It's going to get better in the end, but it's going to be rough going because we're going to really show what's the real deal with the FBI at the very top levels. What's the real deal with the Department of Justice at the top levels? What was the real deal with Russian collusion? What's the real deal with Hillary Clinton? What's the real deal with Joe Biden and and Hunter Biden? It's all got to come out. We've got to cleanse ourselves and then become the America we know and love. Congressman, good stuff. Thank you for your time this morning. We really appreciate it. And good luck in the election. We know you're going to win. Thank you. Well, I never know anything, so I'm going to work hard to the last minute of the last day. Anybody wants signs, just call my political office. They'll they'll, they'll get them to you, or you can pick them up. And uh, I just thank everybody for their support, their help, and their prayers. Thank you, Congressman. We really appreciate it. God bless you. And we hope you win. We know you're going to win. Come on. (laughs) Talk with the purposes of the show. We thank Congressman Van Drew for spending a lot of time with us. We're going to take a break here. Talk with a purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll come back with some final thoughts on Talk with a Purpose, today's edition, after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. 
For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. We are in a mental health crisis. Drug overdoses, suicides, and alcohol-related deaths are skyrocketing. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, call Recovery Centers of America right now at 1-888-RECOVERY, and our team will answer immediately, talk to you about your struggles, and figure out the best course of treatment to get you better. Because we want you in recovery for life. While in treatment at one of our outstanding facilities located near you, you will benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, master's level clinicians, and experienced supportive staff. If outpatient treatment is right for you, our full spectrum of care is available either in person or virtually. And because we know that addiction impacts families as well, we offer support groups, family therapy, and webinars. Every day, thousands of patients get treated at Recovery Centers of America and go on to live happy and meaningful lives. Don't wait. We answer the phone and admit patients 24-7, including on weekends and holidays. So call 1-888-RECOVERY today. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For the rest of the afternoon, brilliant sunshine. Yeah, it's just a beautiful start to the weekend today with a high 72. Partly cloudy tonight, the low 49. Tomorrow, times of clouds and sun, the high 69. For tomorrow night, increasing clouds, a shower around from late evening on the low 52. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, 609-407-1450 is our number. And again, we thank Congressman Van Drew for spending a lot of time with us here on the program. And we certainly, he shed some light on a lot of important topics. Most importantly, uh, the inflation thing, which is really, got to get the Republicans back in there. That's all I can say. Chris is in Summers Point. Chris, good morning. You're on Talk with a Purpose. Hi, good morning, John. How you doing? How you doing, Chris? Um, there's just two things I want to ask you. The um, I know like a lot of times you have uh, East Coast as one of your guests, and um, I've used them on my roof before. They're really good, good company to deal with. Yes, I know it's like the last few months. I know it's like the, the few different spokespeople, not Larry or uh, Sean Styler. Are they still involved with it, or do they sell it, or what's going on with them? Uh, geez, I don't know. 
<laughs> because uh, I, I thought I thought the same thing. There are some changes in their company, and uh, they've gone through that. And uh, there's kind of a new regime. But I think Larry and Sean are still uh, somewhat involved. But uh, there there is a new regime at East Coast. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if they sold the company. That's all. No, no, they, they didn't sell, but uh, new people are taking over. So uh, uh, that's all I can say. All right, and um, the um, were you able to listen to the Jim Bohannon show last night? Uh, he retired. It was his last show last night. No, no, I didn't hear it. I didn't know he retired. Yeah, he is. He has. I think he's having health issues, and um, he's been on radio like, nationally about thirty years. But uh, yeah, I know he has. Very informative. Uh, you know, he's, he's on a different radio station, but he's very informative. It's a shame because he's one of the good ones out there. You know. Yeah. Well, all all the good ones are. Uh, look what happened to Rush. <laughs> so all the good ones are going. By the wayside, right. And um, the the only last thing I was going to ask you, um, John, is um, with the uh, oil with Saudi making it very clear that uh, Joe Biden was just trying to get the oil because of uh, votes, like he didn't care about the people. Yes. Do you think that's going to hurt him in the hurt him hurt him in the election coming up because um, he was trying to get those two billion barrels of oil that they cut. Basically, they said no, and they thumbed their nose and they said, "We're not doing it because uh, you know, to satisfy your political needs, it's not about like your." Needs for the people. It's basically about your politics and really expose them. I think that that that's going to be bad in the election. But I want to see what you thought about it. I don't know how anybody in their right mind can vote for Joe Biden on any issue. I mean, I that's one you mentioned one, but how about the others? Inflation. How about immigration? Major issues right. that that he has failed on. Afghanistan. There's another one. I mean, just just think of all the issues. And he hasn't done one thing that is productive in this country. Uh, can you think of something? I mean, I, I can't. So uh, No, and, and, and like he hasn't even visited the border once. He no, hasn't been to that border no, once. He no, talks about it. No. But that's it. Yeah. Let him in. Let him in. Let, uh, let him in. Let, uh, just... just Look at the fentanyl thing. I mean, we we talked about this. Congressman Van Drew mentioned it. He's they've brought in enough fentanyl to kill everybody. I mean, what is he doing? Right. I, I, I and then, um, I, I think it was a week ago on the Vegas Strip where that illegal uh, stabbed all those people on the yeah. strip. Yeah, oh yeah, and again, illegal, illegally should yeah. never. Never been here. Never, Never been, been here. here. Never been here. Chris, thanks for the call. Yeah, well, can you think of one good reason, just one, to vote for Joe Biden or to vote for Democrats? None. That's what I say. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Coming up on our final break here on Talk With a Purpose, final break and final thoughts on today's edition of Talk With a Purpose after these words. It's a fall festival at BF Mazio. All kinds of goodies, including delicious and fresh Macintosh apples, apple cider bread, pumpkin bread, and of course, all sizes of pumpkins. BF Mazio, where there's always something special. Don't forget the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. And of course, a complete selection of prepared foods and baked goods second to none. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. Online at bfmazio.com. 
When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. And you can listen to Joe Yakovich on Saturdays here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, we got a couple of minutes left of the show. But we still have time for you, especially Linda in Apsekin. Linda, good morning. Welcome to the show. You have a good show, John. Thank you. You really do. You really put them together well. Thank you. And and your callers, they're all stars. I you learned I learned so much from your show and your. And you're one of them. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's nice. Thank you, but. uh, yeah, you notice President Trump never gets any thanks or appreciation None. for the uh, gas prices going down, None. considering he's the one who topped the uh, strategic reserves yes. that Biden could go in and take from. Yes. And now we have a nation does, that doesn't have, that has, I don't know how low it is, but I know it's very low. Uh, I mean, our, our nation in a time of need when we're facing war, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we need our strategic reserve. And we're only facing a nuclear possibility. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, he he, gets, he, he he doesn't get thanks for anything. And when Trump left office, inflation was what? I've heard 1.4 percent, maybe yeah, was, as high uh, as 1.8. Yeah, about that. And now yeah. we're almost nine. Yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they and they raised Social Security eight point seven. I know. I know. <laughs> so we're still behind. <laughs> and the and the Fed is still. It looks like they're still raising interest rates. I, I know. I, we got into some CDs, and um, I mean, and CDs rates. I mean, like they were next to nothing previously. Yeah. Or close. Well, no, they were improving a little bit, but now you're seeing them at four point six. Yeah. Well, and they're protected. Protected yeah. interest rates. Yeah. Well, what's that tell I mean, you? If they're four point six, infl- that means inflation four, is yeah, is high. We're printing. We're pr- we're printing money. We're going yeah. to fall apart. Yeah. That's uh. all we're doing is printing money, tax and spend. Typical, typical profile of liberal Democrats. Yep, that's right. Yeah. And and people vote for them. I don't understand why. I I really don't. If somebody could tell me why, I I don't know. It, it's just... I think it was Bob. I think it may have been Bob Progner or another one of your two callers, or, or maybe Andy. That that um, 
I mean, we really have, Democrats really have to come over. They yeah. just have to yeah. face it. Yeah. I mean, because they're living in a great nation, and they, they, they must know it. And it's not, it's not going to last if they don't. No, they, they, they don't care. They, they don't care. As long as they get the votes, that's all they care about. That's all they care about, Linda. But, 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 but John, do you really think we can win another election? I mean, because I, I think the last one was rigged. And, however, but, I mean, I don't trust the voting systems. I don't trust the machines. We should be one vote. We should be, one, we should be a ballot, you know, like a printed well, ballot or something. Somebody said to me, this is going to be a Ronald, a Ronald Reagan election. And I hope he's right. I hope he's right. Because I hope the Democrats get slaughtered. So that, that's... They have to. Uh, they have to. They Linda, have to. Linda, thanks for the thanks. call. We're coming up at uh, the end of the show. Uh, I, I just... I still don't understand, of all the things we talked about today, how could anybody, with all of this negativity that the Democrats have brought in this administration, how could anybody in their right mind, vote Democratic in this election. That, that's all. I mean, just look at the facts. Inflation, inflation, gas prices, immigration. Just, just go down the line. That's all I can tell you. And that is going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget, we're here every Saturday, 9 till noon. Thanks to Congressman Van Drew. For spending time with us. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. And thanks to you, our loyal listeners, because you really make the show. I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next Saturday, 9 to noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Take care.